This is a Fubar Radio podcast. Go to fubarradio.com for more details. Ian Boldsworth on Fubar Radio. said, Gary? Um, I've, I've took a bite of sandwich, hang on. That's right, let's give some money to convicted no. paedophile Gary Glitter. That's what we should do no. on PRS. Uh, coming up on the show today, it's Sandra Sheevers in the studio. She's a journalist and writer. She interviewed Hitchcock, Carrie Fisher, of course. We're yep. all heartbroken over Carrie yeah. Fisher. Um, and Debbie Reynolds as well. We've got lots to talk about with, with, uh, with Sandra, so that's coming up. Sing it, Gary. Come on. I bet he's doing this right now in jail. Yeah, sorry, Nat's debating whether Gary Glitter's in jail. Yeah, he's in jail for, um, uh, uh, was it, what was it? He was in yeah. for? Anyway, the next guest. I can't remember whether it was proper rape or no, whether ne- it was... the next it, guest it, is... Hang on. I mean, when I say not proper rape, they're all proper rapes. That's not what I mean. I mean, I think it was connected to paedophilia. I can't read who the guest is now if you're Googling Gary Glitter, can I not? Also coming up on the show today, we have Annie Siddons and Nikki Hubday. Uh, They're coming in. I mean, are any of these people going to get in? Yeah. With a tube strike and that? Yeah, we did. Yeah, I did, but I think I probably got gout from it. Is it possible for us to get Gary Glitter as a guest? Would he be allowed to be on the phone from prison? You can make a call every day, can't you? I think Gary Glitter could be on the phone as a phone guest. I don't want him to be. Just tell us what he did. Just tell us all about it. Just, like, lull him into saying... Well, I mean, everyone deserves a voice. True. Freedom of speech, isn't it? Everyone deserves... No matter how abhor- abhorrent they are as a human, they deserve to be on the fucking radio, don't they? Ian Boldsworth on FUBAR Radio. Do you miss him? He said in the middle of that song, do you miss me? Did you miss me? Do you miss Gary Glitter or not? I don't miss... I don't know Gary, but I'm pretty sure... I think you would miss him if you knew him? No. I I bet if you knew him, you'd miss him. Surely. You don't... You don't have to know everybody and like them and miss them. Mm, I think we should get him on as a guest. So, like... And Stuart Hall. I think Stuart Hall should be on as a guest as well. He's out now. Oh, right, yeah. Well, okay. Let's get... He's still alive. <laughs> he's, I, thought, I thought he was no longer... I'm going to burp. Oh, OK. Uh, go on. There we go. Um, well, welcome to the show. Uh, it's 2017 now. Yes. I know, it's a New Year's show. Um, I was a bit worried about this show. I was panicking about planning it and that, because the train was packed coming mm. down. I, I can't really concentrate. There's a lot of people there. As luck would have it, I was sat with... I mean, I know what station they're from, but I'm not going to say it. But I was sat with the presenter and uh, their producer. <laughs> right, they were sat... Like, I reckon I know. In around me, right? Mm-hmm. And they were planning. A sh- they were going to interview someone today, and they were planning their show for um, another day. In, oh, okay. In a few days, so I'm basically just going to nick their show plan. Oh, I'm excited because they, they just talked about it. Do you know them? They were going to interview Ed Sheeran right okay. now. 
Okay. Um, and they did they ever want everybody to know about it? Well, then I don't know who it is. Like proper, like talking loudly and that. And did they kept saying the name Ed Sheeran together? It was Never that Ed. Sheeran. 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 Said. Sheeran. Yeah. I don't really know who he is. Is he ginger? Is that um, ginger he's lad? A, is he that is a redheaded is? singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sure it was Ed Sheeran, not the guy from Misfits? He's called Sheeran as well. Oh, then it was. I, I don't want to isolate where they're from or who they are because okay, I think right. it's obvious. By the way, um, both of them fell fast asleep at one point, like al- almost tiring. at the same time. They both fell fast asleep. They bored themselves to sleep. So they're not from a London station. I'm not going to talk about what station okay, they're from, fine. right? But here's right. So they're phoning on Sunday, right? What it's going to be is it going to be? Um, why does Facebook? Oh, oh, should we do it properly? Yeah. yeah hey, right. why does she, where does Facebook always suggest your friend's mum? Am I Ed Sheeran? No, apparently people. No, that's not for Ed Sheeran. That's for their other show. Oh, sorry. Okay. No, the, the Ed Sheeran questions were oh, um, okay. again too specific. All right, that's good. Uh, that's quite good. Okay, so that's a phone in oh three three oh two two three oh two hundred. Yeah, that's um, that is the phone in today. Why does Facebook always suggest your friend's mum? And yeah. what do you do with that information? And the, the other bit of it was oh, sorry, now also, um, I've 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 been to a party. I've yeah. not. I've not. Yeah. I've not been to a party. Yeah. I've been invited to a party. Okay, sorry, yeah, I've yeah, read it yeah, wrong. Yeah. I've been invited to a party. I haven't. I haven't. Okay. Um, but I don't know the person whose party it that's is. That's happened. That has happened to me. Um, so ring up and talk about that. 0330-223-0200. I'm basically going to do a dummy, a dummy run of their... Well, then you can tweet them and feed back as to how it went, be. how the topics went. Well, I'm going to take a bullet for them, aren't I? Phone's not ringing, um, no one's wrong. Not yet. 0330-223-0200. If you've ever been suggested your friend's mum on Facebook, and if you've ever been invited to a party that you don't know the person... Can I ask, who's invited you to the party if you don't know them? How have you been invited? I think she said it was like some friend of a friend or something. Right. Her so friend's invited her... Okay. Okay, wait, it was a girl. Her friends invited her yeah, to go she, to a party, but she doesn't know the person who's throwing the party. No, but she, she's going with someone she knows. And then the producer said, that's a brilliant phone-in. So I wrote it, it down. It is quite good, I think. Just wrote it down straight away. That's happened to all of us. I've been in that situation. You're right. I just did all right. Had some Why do we never go on field trips? Well, just take a train somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we can do that. That's Why what I felt sad about when I was sat there with them two, and I was like, I don't think there's anything going on with them or anything. I don't mm. think it was like, you know, they do a kissing and cuddling or anything. So obviously we've got that up against us, but mm. why do me and you never, why do you never take me to meet Ed Sheeran? I know, I should. Our producer took her to meet Ed Sheeran today, on the way there now. I also don't think they knew there was a tube strike. Oh, shit. That was quite exciting, because they were saying as he got off the train, they had 40 minutes. And he said, it's okay, Northern Line and blah, blah, blah. I was like, Ooh. You could have said something at that point. I didn't want to because I wasn't, um, I had my headphones on. Mm, but you were listening. I was listening, yeah. 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 So, um, but they're, they're late to meet Ed now, probably. I don't know. Uber well, what, costs a what fortune. What can they do? They, what can they do? They can't Maybe. make the tubes run. No, they can't, but they could, you know, Uber's going to cost a fortune for them. We'll walk it. I walked it here today. Do we know? We two don't know miles. Where it is. I walked two miles today. When, yeah, I've got little legs. That's four miles for most people. <laughs> <laughs> it is. That's a lot. Yeah. Look, look at my watch, right? I've yeah. done all my exercise already today. Oh, that's good then. It's going to be a full day today. Only that. one o'clock. I know. Connor's saying you missed me. Two o'clock, missed actually. You. Two, oh, yeah, it's two o'clock. Um, miss me. I miss you too, Connor. So, uh, how did you get to work this morning? I got a, a train and then a bus and then legs. Right, uh, Jacob lied as well, didn't he? Yeah, he Jacob did. told a lie. He did because Jacob told you that the buses weren't running from, from Houston. Houston. He did, yeah. Yet I came into Houston yeah. and they were. I just decided not to get them. I walked it. You got here just before Jacob, so God knows what yeah, he's been doing. I walked. Here's where I walked. I walked all the way to 
King's Cross. Then I yeah. walk from King's Cross up past King's Place, all the way around that road there. Mm. And then it's just a straight road then down North Road, which is where we are. Yeah. But it's longer than you think. And also, maps don't show you hills, do they? So I'd looked at the map and gone, okay, it's a bit of a trek, but I can do that. But I hadn't taken into account that the map, it wouldn't be like the map. It wouldn't be flat. It would be right, up right. and down, up and down. And all the way here, I was thinking, oh, on the way back, that's going to be such a hill mm. that I've just walked down. And then in other times I was going, that's going to be such a downhill bit, that would be nice. I went to Guildford recently, that had a lot of hills, I nearly started crying. It was too much. Cobbles as well. Right. Welcome to the show anyway. This is uh, Gary Glitter, do you want to touch no. I don't want to interrupt this song. Nat has just said to me because um, I'm, I'm basically I'm making a in-office political point is what I'm making to do with freedom of speech. Well, I won't even explain it to you, but to do with freedom of speech, that it's been argued to me that everyone deserves a platform. So I'm showing that everyone doesn't deserve a platform. Um, like convicted people, people have been to jail, don't deserve a platform, as far as I'm concerned. Um, but uh, Nat just said, "Well, who else have we got on the system? Has Roman Polanski ever recorded anything?" So, if you know that, give us a shout: oh three three oh two two three oh two hundred, or tweet us at Football Radio. Let us know: Has Roman Polanski ever done a song, and where would I get it from? Suggesting Charles Manson now. Charles Manson. She's suggesting that's the sort of station that you're listening to today. It's Chew. <laughs> you can talk. You've got a mouthful of sandwich again. Mm-hmm. Had the whole of that song to. Um, it sounds like it was going to go on for miles longer. The song, yeah, it had a sharp fade at the end. It was very repetitive. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think now? <clears throat> I've almost Pavlovianly, if eh? that's even a word. I don't know what that means. Suggested that everyone that I play on the playlist is a paedophile. Um. Do you think that somebody would be panicking now, thinking <clears throat> if they play me now, people are going to think that's part of it? Yeah, that's true. So we have to be careful. Pedo- no, well, that's not. So pedo music is finished now. It's done. I, over with the pedo section of the show. What a day! Okay, well, this isn't gonna be a regular thing, is it? I know it's not a feature, is it? Pedo but, song of the week. Oh well, the Facebook mums thing has set the phones alight, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, Why we can have... we not do pedo song of the week? I think that's a great idea. Okay, all right, pedo song. We'll write that down. There's loads of people could do. Rolf Harris could do. Yeah, Rolf. Is he strictly a paedophile or not? Was it paedophilia? I don't, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to call I think him. she was underage, wasn't she? Yeah. she? She was young. Or, I don't, I'm she, not sure. She was young. I suppose she could, he couldn't have been convicted. Unless... What if we just did criminals rather than... No, I, th- I think Peter's definitely, I reckon. Okay, well, that rules out Charles Manson, doesn't it? Was he, I bet he did. No, he didn't. I bet he did. He didn't. Look at him. Well, I don't know why I'm saying he didn't, like I'm defending I bet he's done everything. What, you, what are you Manson. saying? I was old enough, I was old <laughs> enough. Um, speaking of um, you having sex... Oh, God. You, I think you might have sent me an accidental tweet. Uh, text rather, not tweet. No. I think you may have done over the Christmas holidays. It's been very difficult for me to not reply and respond to it or say anything That's about it. That's not true. What did I say? Let me go back. Because I my think phone. no, we're on the radio at the moment. No, um, so I think you may have sent me an accidental text, and I think it would be probably about right for me to read that out. On no. Air. What? Why? I need to see what it is. Well, why? Why? What have you been saying? What time of day would this have been? 
Oh, it was late. Oh, it was drunk. So it was a drunk. Oh, it was definitely drunk. Fuck. Okay. Uh, um, it's very rare we get language from that I as know, well. Actually, so, I didn't what do you reckon? It's up to you. Please don't do this. I'll let you play another Gary Glitter song. <laughs> that, that it should come to that. <laughs> yeah. That it should come to that I emotionally blackmail you into allowing me to play Bla- Gary Glitter on the That's radio. That's a tweet. So look, Carpet Martin. There we go. No, just Not don't, sure don't, don't, don't worry about that for what, now. What don't worry about that for now. Laura. No, don't worry about that for now. Um, so it's whether or not you want me to read this I, out. I'd, or I'd rather you didn't. Okay, well oh. then let's... Oh, she's dropping things. Yeah. Like she's nervous. Um, oh, okay, well, how I'm, about we say this? Mm-hmm. How about if you speak freely and openly with me, I will... I think once I start speaking, you'll know what this is. Oh, God, okay. Right? Can you tell me what day it was? I need no. to know where I was. No, I'm not telling you. It was two messages, oh, but they weren't both text. What do you mean? They, they, weren't, bo- they did, weren't I didn't both tweet text. one to you, did I? No. Oh, my God. What? But they weren't both. One was an image and one was text. <gasps> Are you so, serious? Yeah, de- Are you deadly serious. serious? I'm I, d- deadly I have serious. no recollection of this. Okay. I'm, I'm not wearing a... I mean, I've got... Is it me? Sorry, you're not wearing a... What, what, what were you going to say then? <laughs> um, <laughs> I was like, well, I'm, I am wearing... What is it? I don't remember. No, no, I want to know what you're about to say. Well, I was what wearing you... clothes, obviously. What? Who, said, who said... Wasn't I? <laughs> who said anything otherwise? Oh, okay. I'm just... I have no memory of it. It was odd that the first thing you would say was like, was I wearing clothes? I mean, I would have been. I know I would have been, so... Mm. Oh, Jesus. Some Christ. of your clothes were missing there. Definitely. Okay, tell me I, what you've been up to over Christmas. So tell me what you've been up to over Christmas that, like, that may have been a, a miscommunication with someone where you'd be sending a message to someone where you shouldn't be sending it to them. It was meant for someone else. I want to die. This is the you want worst. to die? No, I don't want to die. I want to say that. Um, I def- I, like, I went out, I went out fully out on uh, okay. you went New Year's f- Day. You went fully out, did you? <laughs> I had a big one on New Year's Day. Did you? <laughs> yeah. What did you do? What have you been getting up to over the holidays? Just went out, been around Surrey, mm. swishing around Surrey. Just okay. Who with? Just some people. Okay. Anything eventful happen over your Christmas? Uh, it's better that you talk, otherwise I read... No, I, not really, actually. Well, it is, otherwise I read out the text. <laughs> Um, no, there wasn't anything so, massively so, eventful. Really? You've not been, have you not been uh, intimate with anyone over the holidays at all? Like Seems odd that you would say... Oh, what, sorry? No, ha- not, it depends what you mean by intimate. I've I don't know. You tell, I'm like, asking you, that's the question. one person for dinner, that's what quite did you intimate. Do? We had some dinner and then... A boy? Um, yeah. In a romantic sense? Uh, um, sort, no, not, no, not really. Right. Well, I thought it might be and then he had a... I don't, I'm not telling you on now what his profession was, but it was one that I don't think would be good for me to right. be. Well, but that's something intelligent then, isn't it? No, no, it's not. Although it probably means something you make, clever. Probably means he makes a lot of money. So. Okay. Um, will you tell me off air? Yeah, I will. But I'll then, put a song on you tell me off air. No, because then you can't say it on air, though. No, but I could suggest, generally speaking... Thanks, Tammy, for this. What a show to start on. She saw this tweet, and now she's listening for the first time ever. <laughs> so that's what a show for Tammy to start on. I, all I saw the next thing was never, and I thought I was going to say, never going to listen again. <laughs> <laughs> no, Tammy, stay with us. It'll get better. Um, have you kissed a boy over the Christmas? Tell the truth. Yes. Right. Have you done more than that? Tell the truth. Yes. Or read out your text. Okay, fine. Yes. Right. Did he go near your, you know? Oh, God. I have top, to see top this. Top off. Did he do top oh, off? Oh, top, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Top off. Yeah. You did top off with a boy. Well, I don't know what you mean. I did, did top off. Did you do off. bottom off or not? What's bottom? <laughs> Just answer the question. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you did. Did you have full sexual intercourse? Possibly. T- just tell me. Or yes, I read. yes, yes, yes. Right. Okay, yes. You yeah, I, I didn't send it? you a text, did I? You're lying about this, aren't you? Kind of. I knew it! <laughs> Two. 
honestly not doing it on purpose. No, it was a short, pick longer song. It was a, quite a short song, maybe. It's only because I'm not eating today mm. and I bought a sandwich. So I'm yeah, eating it. That's, <laughs> that's, that's all that's, that's happening. I know, but. That's all it is. And um, what's that tweet about? Um, Absolutely little Connor sh- Wallace's. Oh, Laura. Tell you what, Connor, by the way, I, should, I don't know if I've said this before, but I found a photo of me. Did I already mention this? No. I found a photo of me when I was, I would have been, I can tell you exactly, 16. 16 and maybe a half, something like that. Okay. Um, when I looked, the image of Connor Wallace, oh, right. of how Connor used to look as well when he was probably around that sort of age. The how similar we look, so that's what you've got to look forward to, Connor. That's nice. And I, don't, I didn't look dissimilar as how you look now at your age. Okay. Well, do you remember what Connor looked like when I he was do, younger? I do. Okay, you talk. You see what you're saying. I'm going to find his um, picture. I got a tweet in from Laura, Synthesis. Mm. Says, I think this is the one I didn't get. think you should read out the Scum Manifesto by Valerie Solanus, Why? who she Why? shot Why? Andy Warhol. So, well, so, so she's a violent criminal, so that's what she's saying, the connection there. Oh, it's that I see. Yeah, I apologise. Yeah, yeah. Okay, then I do understand what you were saying. Um, and Carpet Martin says he's not sure about the Stuart Hall tracks, no. but he's having a fucking no, nightmare. No, it. Oh, yeah. Is no. that you? That's me, yeah, genuinely. Oh, where is that? It looks nice. Very Stratford on Avon. Very That's nice. Shakespeare's birthplace. It's nice. Um, he says he's having a nightmare shifting this on eBay. And he ch- oh, I should have looked at what the bloody it's thing was. Uh, oh, oh, Rolf Harris of Gary Glitter. Oh, no, that is uh, Savile. Rolf Harris of Jimmy Savile <laughs> is what it is. Right. It's a Rolf Harris not, of he, Jimmy Savile. You can't shift it on eBay. So I reckon you would. I reckon if yeah, you really had that, you'd get a fortune for it. Who would buy that, though? People buy all sorts of weird macabre stuff, don't they? Mm-hmm. Um, Laura did suggest that we play The Infant Kiss by Kate Bush as well. <laughs> What's that about? They've took this idea and run with it, haven't they? They have, yeah. The um, Facebook one didn't go so well, did it? But um, you... No, Facebook. The, my Facebook phone-in hasn't worked at all. And what was the other one? The party one. Do you want to reset it? Ask the question again. Right, Someone right. might just be tuning okay. in now. And it's 033 If you want to talk about... What did they say again? Um, why does Facebook always suggest your friend's mum? And what do you do with that? And also, I've been invited to a party. I've not... Um, but I don't know the person whose party it is, so ring up and talk about that. Okay, so they're, they're the Twitter, they're the questions that we're putting yeah. out there. If you'd like to That's get our phone in today. Shows, our phone in questions. We're doing a phone in. Um, don't forget, if you've ever been uh, recommended your mum's, your f- friend's mum. Yeah, what did you do on Facebook? What did you do with that? You stepped it. And if you've ever been invited to a party and you don't know the person whose party is, then what? What did you do then? Ring us up oh mm-hmm. three three oh two two three oh two hundred and talk about it. Uh, Jay Barker has got in touch saying a nice song about how to act if you're near Gary Glitter just keep shouting I'm 18 and you'll be safe oh, so I don't want to relate Alice Cooper back no, to Gary no, Glitter no not at all no that wasn't the, the pedo songs had ended they're done that's that done point. now yeah yeah it's all done um, Paul Clark Connor's happy to, happy to look like me well, well, that's nice. Yeah. Paul Clark's uh, got in touch. Welcome back, guys. Happy New Year. Care to make any death predictions for 2017? I really don't want Preferably to Preferably do someone we don't like. Uh, but the thing is, we haven't made any death predictions. Well, we've mentioned people who've then gone on to die yeah, imminently. We said they will die. Well, it's like, excuse me, whoever we talk about, it's whoever we talk about, that is, it was a weird thing that was last mm. year that we, we kept. But then again, that might be the nature of what was going on in that period of time. It's that, only two people. I mean, that's a lot, but... We talked about George Michael. We talked uh, about Carrie Fisher. These are, and also these true, are in the yeah. shows before they died the last in real show, life. Yeah. We spoke about we predicted the death of Ronnie Corbett. Actually, predicted it. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, that was horrible. And there was somebody else who we mentioned we were talking about, and then they died. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to. Do you think we're cursed? No, not at all. I don't think there's any any connection at all okay. with it. But it just it still feels horrible. It feels horrible that when um, after Carrie Fisher had died. 
we'd pre-recorded a show yeah. and that show went out um it well, actually it wasn't before day. it wasn't it was the day before she died that it went out where you said that Carrie Fisher isn't dead yeah and then she imminently was but yeah it went out there on was Boxing that. Day, didn't it? Yeah. yeah, you ruined everyone's Christmas. I feel bad about that. I was very upset about George Michael. It's not. We're not playing death top trumps oh, now. It's not about who no, you're more upset, upset about. about. A lot of people last year. But didn't we speak about George Michael already dying? No. Or have we not recorded one since then? No, no, this is their first one back since then. Okay, so tell me about why you are upset about George Michael. I'm listening. I'm a big fan of his music. I really liked Wham. I really liked it. And I just felt like he was just a nice person that mm. was quite kind of down to earth and normal. I've never met him. I don't know anyone that's met him, but he just didn't seem to be... You do know someone who's met him. Who? You absolutely do. You've met him? Mm-hmm. You met George Michael? Mm-hmm. When? I met him about three times. Where? When? What, what, what did you do? Like, socially? This private thing. Were we mates with him? <coughs> no, I never met George Michael. Oh, hi. Um, I don't know why I was going to even so, like try every... and pass that yeah, off as a lie. Yeah, really Because I thought anything that I said would be in bad taste just to wind you up. Exactly, so don't. Um, I had my first real kiss to George Michael. Which song? Um, I don't know, it was the Faith album. Okay, it's a, it's a really good album. Probably Kissing a Fool. If, uh, <laughs> if that relationship was anything to go by, <laughs> mate, I would imagine it's that. Um, I was only 13. Um, but I'd had, I'd had a kiss before. I was discussing this with someone the other day, and I can't remember what it was about. Yeah, we, we know, know she Connor, said that, I but know. she wasn't Connor. Connor, she wasn't dead. When that said yeah, Carrie Fisher's not dead, she, was not she dead. wasn't dead. And I was talking about it in relation to Rogue One. As to it was Rogue One, wasn't it? That she came back in a hologram form. I couldn't understand it wasn't why. A hologram. Whatever it was. Okay, she was in it. Yeah, she yeah. was briefly in it. Yeah, yeah. CGI yeah. dot. I did say that, but she wasn't. She was alive. Yeah, I've got to be careful what I say about Carrie Fisher because I I'm party to some information about Star Wars, about the next Star Wars, and, and I, I would love to talk about it because. That sort of, you know, that that has become part of the story of this. The fact that the two into three films, what, what and they've lost a star. Oh right. Well, the Star Wars, this Star Wars trilogy now, they're two films in. Yeah. And obviously, Carrie Fisher can't be in the third one. She can't be. Um, but I'm sort of party to some information about what happens in the second one, which I think is a very interesting discussion about what they're going to do now. Okay. Because obviously, obviously, it's secondary to the fact that the lady's dead. But, it, but yeah. you know, it, it's. Uh, I think it's really interesting. It's a very, you very rarely get that scenario. Can they make the film without her character? Is it, is the, well, they'll, they'll have little choice, will they? Well, they're gonna ha- yeah, I know they're not going to recast her. Obviously, that would be. I, I, would never. I, I, work. I don't know if they would or not. I don't, think I don't so. know. I think she's so iconic to that. Character. Did it with Dumbledore? Didn't they? Dumbledore died. Who's that? Of Harry Potter. Who was the actor that? Can't remember. Was, was it Richard Dumbledore? Harris? Richard Griffiths. No, it wasn't Richard Griffiths. It was Richard. Richard I'm sure it was Richard, Richard Harris. Harris. Okay. Richard Harris played Dumbledore. Whoever played Dumbledore in the first two Harry Potter films died. Who was it in the third? And one? then they. Were, I can't remember. Gambon. Uh, Michael Gambon. Michael Gow, I love it. Is that right? Yeah. I oh, know it's not. Thank God the other one died because I no, like. I no. like the one. The other I one. I like better. Richard Harris as well, but I like Michael. Gambon. Um, I'd be surprised if they recast Princess Leia. They won't do it. I'm pretty sure. But I'd also be surprised if they CGI'd Princess Leia. Yeah. And I would imagine. Uh, Princess Leia. I'll tell you what. Oh, let's not discuss it. Mm-hmm. No, because I don't. I'm not. I don't want to talk about it. I'll talk about Kate Fisher. I just don't know too much. Ian Boldsworth on Fubar Radio. Welcome back to the show. It's 1431. The time, not the year. We're joined now by Sandra Chevy. Hi, Sandra. How are you? Hello. Um, thanks for coming in. We appreciate it. We were um, sort of. I was going over your, uh, well, your press release, I guess, earlier on. And again, it's kind of you were already booked, but I, I saw that you you interviewed Carrie Fisher, you interviewed Debbie Reynolds. And so, would you? What are you? What would you consider yourself to be? A journalist, a writer, a, journalist, a filmmaker, uh, a biographer, okay, a film lecturer. <laughs> 
a thing. So you are a, a, a thing of all things. <laughs> a brand. Yeah, yeah, a brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, nice. Because um, the first thing I read about you, um, weirdly, before you were booked, was I read a thing about you with Hitchcock. Yes. The interviewed Hitchcock a few I times. I interviewed Hitchcock uh, uh, for three hours on one of his last one-to-one interviews. Okay. And we give the tour every day um, at 11 o'clock for three hours in London, around London. Oh, really? And okay. I play soundbite from the three-hour interview. Oh, nice. So it's exciting. I've only just started watching Hitchcock films. It's been one of the things. There's two things I've started doing recently. One is I've started reading, reading Sherlock Holmes, mm-hmm. which I've never read before in my life. And I've, I've never watched the TV things or anything like that. I just started once once read the books. And the other thing is watching Hitchcock films. I've only just, only just started watching them. It's felt like things that I should do that I hadn't <laughs> done yet. And I'm kind of... I am obviously kind of enjoying them. But I've only watched three which, so far. Which ones? I don't really seen Psycho. Yeah. I'm halfway through Rear Window. Mm-hmm. Um, the other issue with Hitchcock films now is you know what happens in them because they're so well known. So yeah. you've got a vague idea of what goes on. The other one was, uh, what was the one that was all in one shot, but it wasn't in uh, one rope. shot? Rope. Rope. Rope, yeah. yeah. I watched Rope, and I watched the first one on the box set. I can't remember what that was called. The I birds, can't even remember. No, no, it wasn't a famous good, one. good, no, watch that. The um, Man Who Knew Too Much. Oh, it could The one with Doris Day singing Case no, Sarasarad. No, it no, wasn't that one. Okay. Vertigo. No. North by North This isn't West. a test. Sorry. I actually can't remember. Okay. <laughs> you know well, obviously you don't like Hitchcock. No, no. I do. I do. I just can't remember. Do you know what? I can't remember anything these days. But it doesn't days. matter how it ends. It's his execution that's so exciting. Yeah. It's the way he does it. The way he leads up in scenes to certain denouements. There's a whole series of epiphanies before the end of a Hitchcock film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. But also, they did a Psychoville, you know, Pemberton and yeah. Shearsmith. Um, it's two British comics who were part of a, a group of comics called The League of Gentlemen. And they did a episode of a, a series called Psychoville, which was a series that had a storyline, but they did one episode that kind of just fell in the story, but didn't really didn't really move anything on. It was kind of a stand apart episode, but they did it all in one shot. It was very referential to Rope, mm. like very. It, it started with the, you know with the Rope is not one on. of my favorite films. I don't like his uh, uh, his set pieces. Okay, I didn't like Rope. I didn't like Under Capricorn. Didn't particularly like Dial M because it was sort of all. I have seen Dial M for Murder because it's in 3D. I have seen that one as well. Yeah, did you see yeah, it? Yeah, in 3D? I saw it in 3D. I've got I it. saw it in 3D when I was a kid. I saw it when it first came out in 3D. And you don't like it? No. I really liked it. <laughs> Do you know what I watched last night as well? Uh, whatever happened to Baby Jane? I've never, oh, never I seen it that before. But that's not Hitchcock. No, no, no but, but, but it's very. <laughs> that's Robert Aldrich. But it's very. Do you not think it has a real Hitchcock thing about it? And twi- I thought it was a Hitchcock. Ver- Hitchcock and the Twilight Zone had a baby, and it was whatever happened to Baby Jane. I don't I think thought. so. But I knew I Robert. Do, I, Ald- do. I knew Robert Aldrich, and okay. uh, he's one of he's one of my favorite directors. But very different from Hitchcock. Very different. But from you him. can can you not see like thematically. Sorry? Can you not see thematically why it could be a Hitchcock film? Well, there are a lot of dark films uh, that could be Hitchcock films, uh, yeah, I've not noir seen those films, ones. or gothic films. But, uh, but I don't, I don't think necessarily they are Hitchcock type. All films. right, then Twilight Zone. It's like it's like an episode of Twilight Zone. How so? Whatever happened to Baby Jane? Yeah, how it's so? really like an episode of Twilight Zone. How? Because it's just weird. Yeah. But not weird the way Twilight Zone was weird. Besides which, you haven't seen I'm the not, you what? haven't seen the TV Hitchcocks. All of his TV shows. Do you know what? I pro- do you know what? I actually think I probably have and can't remember any of them. Cause they, they used to be on TV <laughs> when I was a kid all oh, the time. I so I probably oh, right. did watch quite, quite a few yeah. of them. Yeah. When he used to just walk into shot at the beginning yeah, and then yeah. walk off again. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure I've seen quite yeah. a lot of them. Yeah. But I couldn't name you one. But Twilight Zone, I've seen all of them bar five. Man from the South with uh, the fir- one of the first uh, appearances of Steve McQueen and his okay. then, and his uh, future wife Neil Adams See, fabulous and Peter Laurie of course yeah yeah fabulous. I like Peter Laurie a lot oh fabulous yeah. he was in Casablanca 
Mm. Well, I to hate that some... film, of course. But, Why'd you hate Casablanca? Oh, God. Piece of, piece of rubbish. <laughs> you can Why? say it. You can it's say what Nazi you feel. It's a Nazi film. I mean, this is, you're dealing with a very sensitive subject. And yeah. the way it was dealt with was a piece of commercial trash. Do you think? Well, commercialism. I shouldn't say trash. Made a lot of money. Still makes a lot of money. Right, but okay. it's a great insult. Tremendous insult. What, what offends you about Casablanca oh, everything, specifically? everything. Firstly, it was based on something else. It was based on a script by a, an American woman. No, two, Amer- two, two Americans. It was based on a, a script by a man and a woman. And it was supposed to be about an American woman in Europe, sort of you know, running around Europe and then picking up this refugee, what have you. It was a whole different orientation. And, right. and the, the way the film w- was made was to pander and to cater for very low tastes. Okay. I would say neo-Nazi tastes. Do you think, really? Do you think that's what it... Think oh, it did. It did. Uh, because it didn't... This is a sensitive subject. People were being mass murdered. They were trying to get out, those who could, to get out of uh, Nazi Europe. And the film has them sort of competing with uh, economic migrants and didn't even point out that there was, this was uh, some sort of an inequality. But do you, think it's, do you think the film is even meant to be about that, or do you think it's just a love story? Well, of course it's, it's like, a love story, it, it, it's but even that's insulting. Story, it? It's just against the backdrop I mean, they had Aryan laws, for Christ's sake. Why You have Aryan laws pr- prohibiting uh, interaction between Jews and non-Jews, and you can't make a film like this then. So it, my, was, it was a real... Uh, uh, it had disregard for what was going on, tremendous disregard, and I'll always hold the film in contempt because of it. So would you judge me if I said I liked it? I do like no, it. I, like I won't judge you. Uh, am but I, I hold pa- the film I, in contempt, not you in contempt. You're entitled to like it. But am I like. wrong to like it? I'm just pointing out if I if if you take on board what I'm pointing out, yeah, yeah, you yeah. might not like it as much. You I'm might, but you might not. Watch I'm scared, I'm scared of bringing up any more films now in case they get ruined as well for me. Sorry, well, what's your other favourite film? I'm, I'm scared of bringing up any more films in case Why? I'm not allowed. Because you you're might... allowed. You're certainly allowed. I'm just making my I just points. Didn't think about it. Sunset Boulevard. Think I like that. Don't ruin another film. Did you film. like Sunset Boulevard? <laughs> I love Billy Wilder. There we go. Okay, thank God. That's not the question. That's not what she said, though. No, that's not. Do I like it? Well, not my favourite film. I don't find it politically offensive. Okay. I don't find it politically offensive. Star As a matter of fact, it was politically enlightened. Okay. When he had the character played by, uh, I forgot the name of the woman. Gloria uh, uh, Swanson. No, the, other, the young girl uh, who played Betty Kramer and then it was Betty Schaefer. It was Betty Kramer, Betty Schaefer, played by, and I can't think of her name now. Um, this is normally when Nat starts Googling, but for today, for some reason, uh, she's just frozen. Wilder was trying to make a point. He was making a point about the great Hollywood sort of uh, makeover machine, the way it sort of diffuses people's identities and re- reinvents them. Okay. This was a very cogent point, and Billy Wilder was an Austrian Jew who uh, who had uh, his whole family perished in the Holocaust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nan- Nancy well, Olsen. She's Betty Schaefer. She plays Betty Schaefer. Who was it? Nancy Olsen. Yeah, Nancy Olsen. Sorry. There we go. Okay. Yeah. What um, I think this is an interesting. I think it's an interesting way of looking at stuff. What um, do you have a top five films that you feel strongly about in a negative way? Ooh. In a negative way, or yeah, yeah. Like like how you reacted to Casablanca. Well, name a few others. Gone with the wind. Dirty, dirty dancing. Yeah. Did you say Nat? Sorry, yeah. Nat, oh, Nat wants to say dirty dancing. Apparently, <laughs> I don't have. I love it. I have Sorry, no what? feeling oh. about no, it. No, n- nor do I. Right. <laughs> like, gone, something like Gone with the Wind. Hate Gone with the Wind. Gone with the Wind. Do you hate it? Hate Gone with yeah, the Wind. For what reason? Well, because it 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 really was. A very, it was a racist film. It, it, it diminished blacks, and it didn't. Uh, but portraying take, a racist time. 
No, not necessarily. There was a lot of pro-racism going on at that time. David Selznick chose to, he was highly selective in what he chose to film and the kind of script he chose to make. Okay. Those were racist, uh, racist initiatives on his part. Okay. It's long as the last four hours. Never seen that. I don't mind that. I sometimes I watched Trevor Nunn's um, uh, Nicholas Nickleby. Okay. That was a twelve-hour marathon. Oh. He was there. I have twelve hours. Twelve hours. I sat in the seat watching Nickleby with Trevor Nunn in the audience, and I loved every minute of did it. Did you love every minute of it? I did. I think the longest film I've seen is probably Branagh's Hamlet. Oh, I think four. That, that's four, probably, I think it's a bit more than that. Maybe it? four and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, I. I started wavering on with Kurosawa films. I start wavering on them, mm-hmm. like Hidden Fortress, which Star Wars is based on. It, I just I start getting really. Come I couldn't on. watch Kenneth Branagh for two minutes. Really, he's wonderful. Yeah, I don't like him. What, Why? What's what? he done? Is he a Nazi? He not, not, no, Kenneth Branagh is not. I said, is he? I find him boring, extremely boring. Why? I think he's one of the most evocative performers there really? is. I think well, he's. I, fi- I find him boring. It what bit though? He's just. To me, he he's boring. He doesn't do anything. He looks like Laurence Olivier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Olivier kept you at the edge of your seat. He would always do things that you wouldn't expect. And the next moment, something wonderful would be by Olivier. Now, Branagh does look like Laurence Olivier, but he, he never surprises you. He never surprises you. I disagree with that. And I'll okay. tell you for why. Because I, well, I like, I like Branagh anyway. I think he's an all-round talented man. I don't think it's just his acting. I think he's a very talented man across all spheres. And I saw uh, Kenneth Branagh recently in The Entertainer, John Osborne's The Entertainer, in the West End. And in the first half of that show, my fr- my, me and my friend Martin, I went to see it, we, we sat and watched it. We were kind of excited about seeing Branagh live anyway, just as a thing. It just felt sure, exciting. Sure. Um, but neither, we, we both remembered in the, in, in the interval, both myself and Martin, we'd studied The Entertainer at university and that. Uh, uh, Did you see the film with Olivia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but we'd studied that play. Um, when we were A level students, drama A level students, and we both remembered in the ha- in the fir- in the half of it, the interval when we got out, we both remembered that we hated it, that we didn't like the play at all. Right. So it was quite difficult to watch the play, regardless of Kenneth Branagh, because it was just kind of a dull play, and we'd forgot what happened next. We were like, we can't even remember what happens in this. It's like yeah. we just were. Well, John Osborne. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But. So we went back into the set, and we were both like, yeah, it's fine, it's, it's fine. I don't think we wanted to admit that we weren't blown away by him, by Branagh. And then we went to see the second half, and he did blow us away. Oh, right. It was one of the most measured, patient, um, really disciplined performances I've ever seen on a stage. Like, it genuinely was, is that he did not, he held back for the lot, lo- past an interval. He, that he held back until that character, the character in in the play, mm. goes through quite a journey that's not obvious until he breaks, and, mm. he, and he does break in the play. And the way he held back to that till that moment was really, really uh, impressive. And that was Branagh. Why do you hate him? No, no, I don't find him. As I say, he doesn't. He never surprises me. Had I seen that play, he might have surprised me. If what you say is true, and it probably is, but if I find, if I see someone a couple of times, of films or in plays, and I find that they don't surprise me, I don't like what they're doing, I won't continue to see them. Okay. I will not continue to see them. It's, I don't have a job anymore where I have to see uh, see a play and write about it, or see a film and write about it. I can do what I like, so mm-hmm. I don't choose to do it. If someone disappoints me enough, I won't continue to see them. Okay. So I stop seeing Ken Branagh. I might go back now, uh, based on what you're telling me. That was that specific play. I've not seen many of his movies. I like Wallander. 
good. He's excellent in that. No, I like Kenneth Branagh. Do you, see, do you like horror films? Nosferatu, anything like that? Have you seen those sort of... of co- well, yes, I don't yeah, think Nosferatu of... is a typically horror, a gothic film. Yeah, yeah, yeah not, not my favourite film, but very well-made film. Yeah. But I yeah, think yeah. those great Germans did other things. Uh, particularly someone like Fritz Lang, who yeah. did all oh, yeah. those wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. M is one of my favourite films. With Do you know what? M. M might be the longest film I've ever seen. That might be longer um, than. How long is that? I'm not sure, <laughs> but it felt <laughs> longer. Um, yeah, M's amazing, isn't it? A it's wonderful a wonderful film. film. Yeah. yeah. Great cinematography, great shots, and he was ruined in Hollywood. They gave him nothing. You see, Hitchcock, they were quite indulgent yes. with, and he was an economic migrant from yeah. Britain. Uh, Fritz Lang was a, a refugee. He was a yeah, Jew yeah, yeah. and uh, a refugee from the Nazis. Yeah. Uh, but Hitchcock, they indulged. Fritz Lang, they gave nothing. He, he made little black and whites. Yeah, I didn't, but I didn't know that he was... He wasn't, was he particularly rejected by Hollywood, though? Because he, he, he left... He was rejected by Hollywood. Was he, he got yeah, to work, uh, but uh, only on a shoestring budget basically B-films, Monogram or Walter Wanger independent productions, whereas Hitchcock, got the, he got the gravy. Yeah. Got Fritz huge Lang- budgets. Fritz huge Lang- Vis- Vista Vision, all kinds of technical advances okay. that helped to make his films. Okay. But Fritz Lang has still got, he's still got that uh, group of... His legacy is intact. You know, it remains intact. Fritz, Fritz Lang. Fritz Lang. Oh, Fritz Fritz. So yeah. even even the films he made before he got to the US, his, his legacy was already intact. So this is true. Yeah, but there was a there was a diminution, I think, when he came to Hollywood. I see. And I think it's quite sad because the kind of stuff he did in in Germany was so much greater than what Hitchcock did in Britain, and yet Hitchcock got all the chances in, in the states, and Fritz Lang got very little. But wasn't there a, wasn't there quite a scandal with Fritz Lang as well? Wasn't, wasn't there some sort of scandal when he went to America? Wasn't something? Didn't his wife die? Was he, did somebody say that they thought he'd yeah. killed his wife? Oh, I heard that. That goes in Germany or something. It might it? have been in Germany. Maybe it was in Germany. Yeah, but there's, you know, there's always something. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, just, well, I don't know this particular one, but well, yeah, I heard some strange things. The, the story of Fritz Lang leaving Germany I, is, a, again, an incredible story that he was summoned by. Was it Goebbels he was summoned by? It was somebody like that. Yeah. Who'd said that he was going to be Germany's filmmaker. He was going to be head of the... He was going to have Goebbels' job as yeah, head yeah, of the German, the Nazi film industry. For propaganda, essentially. They wanted him yes, to make their propaganda. Yes, but he, basically, I think they would have let him alone to make the kinds of films he was making because they probably... They considered those consistent with their ideology. Oh, really? Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, but he didn't trust them, I guess. He probably felt that being... Uh, Having a Jewish mother, he didn't trust them, and therefore yeah. he he didn't accept it. He left very quickly. Yeah. Well, he did. He actually accepted the position, then left. Oh well. He'd, so maybe he, 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 he was so scared that he said, "Yes, of course t- I would do that." He t- was a titular accept- yeah. accepting. And then gone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Then yeah. Got <laughs> just, yeah. <laughs> he left under the Nuremberg laws. He's going to be identified as a Jew. His mother was a converted Roman Catholic, though. Yeah. But he That's was right. raised as such. And then he also was split up from his wife because she had started to sympathise with the Nazis. Right. Oh, I see. That's so he left. That's the reason why. Yeah, okay, that's when he fine. left Germany. Yeah, but he didn't trust, and uh, so he, he he probably accepted just, um, as I say, a titular exception, accepting, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then just bounded, bounded off. Yeah, off he went. Yeah, and um, we won. We were going to speak about uh, Debbie Reynolds and Carrie Fisher. Yes. Because um, I I've been a little bit su- surprised, even though I thought the world of Carrie Fisher, I've been a little bit surprised at how upsetting it's been to everyone. In that I'm a, I'm a big Star Wars fan, but I've never really attributed Carrie Fisher to just Star Wars. She's never been Princess Leia, and that's it. I've always, you know, I've read some of her stuff, and I've 
seen her other performances and I think she's been better in other films than she was in Star Wars but obviously it's an it's a iconic role in Star Wars but I was kind of surprised by how how much that that death shook people up I'm, I'm, it was shocking. I'm, I'm glad it did. Uh, like, I'm, I'm glad well, that it was. She was on the a... plane when it happened. Mm. I thought they had medics on these planes that could yeah. kind of resuscitate you. And I think they did on the but plane. But I think that they did, did happen. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 they did but, do um, that. And, but they're supposed to also do a cra- uh, make an emergency landing or something. Well, they were only. They, I think they were only ten minutes from landing anyway. Oh, I see. So an emergency landing would have taken longer than the actual I landing they're meant mm. to do. Yeah. So that's how I understand it. Is what happened. And she was then immediately rushed to. Mm. Was it cyanide? Yeah, that one year. Yeah. What what are your so you met you met an interview Carrie I Fisher. did when she was doing the uh, the Empire Strikes Back the Empire Strikes the first Back one, okay but she was I think twenty years old it said okay yeah, I wasn't that much older but <laughs> right okay <laughs> because oh, don't stop panicking twenty eight something like that is this right that Irving Kirshner is your godfather yes he is sort of yeah so Irving Kirshner is the director of Empire Strikes Back that's right he directed Empire and he also directed many other things yeah, I yeah, sat yeah. next to him watching the uh, preview of Empire. And I said, you know, Kirsch, this is a real piece of shit. <laughs> no. oh, I, I presume you've changed your opinion since then. Well, no. it's not my favourite film. Oh, so what are you talking about? <laughs> well, the Empire Back is amazing. <laughs> well, I don't really... I don't like special effects dominating okay, exactly. a film. That's fine. I don't I, think they did. Sci-fi. Well, they did more than they did in some of his other films. They obtruded more than they did in some of his other films. Okay. He directed some very, very good. He did uh, A Fine Madness with Sean Connery. Uh-huh. He did um, George C. Scott in The Flim Flam Man. He did a lot of very, very good films that didn't have any special effects. Yeah. And he's a very competent director and a sensitive director. Anyway. But they're allowed special effects if it's neat. Well, that's my favorite uh, of his films, I say. Okay. Uh, although it's probably the favorite film of many fans of Kirshner. Mm. Uh, I know well, when uh, he was dying, and he died to me rather young in, the, in his 80s, uh, you had people in London. They, he was supposed to come over, and yeah. you had about three three million people waiting to, to have him sign stuff from uh, The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, that's probably the film he'll be best remembered for. Mm. He was very proud of The Empire Strikes Back, though. He wasn't one of these people who, who seemed to be... That it was uh, uh, an albatross around their neck. He uh, he was he spoke about the Empire Strikes Back a lot and very fondly. I think he did. Yeah. 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 Yes, I'm sure he did. No, he liked it. No, yeah. He liked it. I didn't. It wasn't my cup of tea, and it wasn't the cup of tea of a lot of other people. And it was a time when Hollywood was in transition. But he was quite fond of that film. Nonetheless, although the film did very well, and he had a piece of it, yeah. so he got probably a couple of million every year yeah. royalties, as his kids now have. Um, um, uh, but his career went downhill very quickly after that film. Okay. He hardly made another film after that. Maybe one or two others, maybe something for television. And then he went uh, back to what he had done before he became a director, which was photography. Okay. And then he went on, then he, he started dying. He became ill and he never really recovered. What, what are you, what's your, I'm, I'm going to allow you the top three favorite films. Well. I'm going to say, I'm, and I'm going to slag them off, no matter <laughs> what they are. In three. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't really have. I don't really. What's have, the best film no. you've seen this week? Or no, in this Wait. this year, including 2016. What? It doesn't have to be old, from that year. I watch old stuff. I watch a lot of old stuff. Okay. I do. Uh, and then I still have my traditional favorites. I like Hitchcock. I like okay. Hitchcock from North by Northwest. The Man Who Knew Too Much. Psycho. I think Psycho is a tremendous film. It's, tremendous. it's a bit racist, okay, though. Yeah. Bit, I, I, love I, think, that I think it's a bit racist. Yeah. That, I, I don't know why. I remember being racist. Uh, I like uh, some like some. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I like some like that. I like some, some of like the, yeah, the very Hollywood films, but then I love some of Fritz Lang's German films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have a 
it's a wide, uh, a wide berth. I like some of the Italian films. Do you like Ghostbusters? Do you like Ghostbusters? I don't watch that kind of thing. I don't watch it. Do you like singing in the rain with Debbie Hated Reynolds? It. And I said in the New York Times. <laughs> I said in the New York Times, 24th of May, 1970, What's... I called her Vapid Jubilation. That was my caption. About Debbie Reynolds? Vapid Jubilation. Why? Absolutely. Because... But it came out later that Gene Kelly said, smile, smile, smile. I felt before I knew that Gene Kelly had tutored her in that way that she'd smile too much, that okay. she looked like a, an animation. Right. Uh, <laughs> but then I, then I read up and, and, and understood that Gene had, had coached her in that way, so it wasn't all her fault. But I still found it very, uh, a, a very supercilious film. But that, that's by nature, it's fun. That's what yeah, it, it's yeah, just fine. a fun film, isn't it? Yeah, but it? it's also someone said this to me on Facebook or on Twitter or something today. They said they, you know, it was fun. I said, well, those they, he loved Hollywood films and he loved that film. And I said, yeah. well, those sorts of films are like getting drunk. The hangover is worse than the drinking. You feel great no, when you're drinking, and then you get a hangover. It's like watching those films. They give you a high, and mm. then the uh, the post high. It's very depressing. That's true. And Debbie Reynolds wasn't oppressive. And a lot of those stars whom I knew, whom I knew fairly well, were depressive. Someone said uh, about the Cherise, she was also a depressive. Yeah. But that's, I don't think that came about because of the films they were in. Well, maybe not, although I don't think it helped. Oh, no, well, yeah, well, maybe, well, maybe the, the nature, but I think the nature of working in entertainment full stop can do that, because it's, well, it's, it's a very working, hot and cold Working in a supercilious environment. Hollywood not only made those sorts of films, that was the mentality of the place. I think it still is. But e- even if it's a supercilious film, I think if you were making a dark, if you make a Fritz Lang film, you're just mm-hmm. as equally likely to come out at the end, you know, the back end of that going, I want to open my wrists here, this is... No, I think, no, I think you come out of it saying, OK, I understand. I understand. You think? And I think understanding helps you get through things. Okay. Yeah, if you understand it. But the Hollywood never allows you to understand. There's no such thing as understanding. There's no such thing as knowledge or epiphany or awareness in their films. Allows you it's as an audience member or as, or as a crea- as an audience member or as a creator? I think both. Do you really? I think absolutely both. I think it's, a, it's sort of a, a sadomasochistic relationship. Okay. They impose it on you and then you impose it back on them. Yeah. See, so do you not think there's any what would be considered a Hollywood mainstream film that has actually managed to be credible at the same time? Do you not think that's, that exists well, as a thing? Well, generally speaking, um, Columbia did some very good films. Mm-hmm. Columbia did some very good films. Fritz Lang did some very good films for independent producers like Walter Wanger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, some of the Universal stuff was very good. Hitchcock's uh, uh, a Saboteur done for Universal uh, was terrific. You're right. So I think there are, there are pockets of, uh, of time and uh, within the Hollywood studio system where you get some very good films. Back to the Future. Back, well, Does that's, that, not, it, that's, not you, one, that's not one that I was thinking I think of. She's, I think she's actually talking about Back, back to the Future. Back to the Future 2. No, I think back, just one, the first Back one, to the Future, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it's that. I think I, all right. I've read. I've read you here. I understand <laughs> exactly what you mean. You mean Back to the Future and Ghostbusters is what you mean. Exactly. Yeah, I would watch. Um, I think it's. A, I, I would. I'd hate to be seen as. I'd hate to. I, I think. I think it's interesting how you talked about Casablanca. Is, is I think that it's quite. A, um, I understand your points within it. I, I get that, but I think sometimes you can get potentially caught up in. 
um, wanting everything to be to have gravitas, where the world isn't actually like that. The world does have gravitas, but also sometimes I think isn't one of the great things about movies that there can be an escape. So there can be but something. But there's always that an escape. That's the whole point. Not only an escape. I think it's a political manipulation. So they don't want you. They don't want it to have gravitas. They don't want it to. Ha- to there's no there's no awareness. They're yeah. trying. They're trying to. They're trying to. They're trying to close off the uh, the awareness. Okay. Okay. Little Shop of Horrors. That's good. Well, Rocky I, Horror Show. Rocky Horror Picture Show. These aren't my kinds of films. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so. saying, what I'm saying is, I'll watch some of yours if you watch some of mine. What about The Godfather? And we'll reconvene. Like I'm not going to. I'm not going to force you. I we'll reconvene. No, no, no. Like. But I, but I will do it willingly. Like. No, but I will. Willi- <laughs> no, but I do that though. I do. I think I do. I will take the fluff with the depth. I, you know, I do. Well, I, I watch lots of different stuff. I like stuff. some fluff. Look, uh, there's there, there some very good comedies that were made that were also credible and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and quite brilliant. Uh, <laughs> they keep reviving the comedies of the 20s and 30s at the National National Film uh, National Theater. Yeah, they're yeah. Doing uh, what they're doing the George S. Kaufman. Uh, Heart uh, was it um, once in a lifetime? Okay. Actually, my father wrote some uncredited gags for that. Show. Oh, really? Really? <laughs> he was a gag writer. Wow. So he was born in 1905. Gags Heavens. with Gypsy Rose Lee. Okay. And wrote gags. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So he wrote for a lot of these shows where he would get a five or a tenner, and uh, you know that was it. He would yeah, get yeah, yeah. credit. Yeah. But the credit or not, you've, if you know you've done it, that's. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, yeah but these it, days they credit everyone. They go back and they they they, they credit you, so, you if, if you they find that. find that you've done something. They'll credit it. Not yeah. always. Not always. They might credit you in in money afterwards, but they don't credit no, you no, on no, the screen. I mean, the I, uh, the International Movie Database now will credit if someone uh, was a uh, co-director. Uh, yeah, okay, on IMDb. Uh, you, you yeah, 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 I like yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. I like that. I like knowing everyone who contributed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, look, it's been like a genuine pleasure speaking with you. And what? So you're just a lady of leisure now. Do the tour, the Hitchcock tour every day at 11 a.m. No, but you said, because you said about that you're not strictly employed by someone. Well, I'm not writing a daily column. I'm not writing a daily. I'd like to do more stuff. No, I would. Uh, There are a couple of things. Uh, Well, um, I'm doing the Hitchcock uh, tour. Where is that? Where do you do? Uh, Well, we do it uh, through the West End. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And you can, you if you Google it? the Alfred Hitchcock London Walk, you'll find us. Yeah. So it's the Alfred Hitchcock London Walk. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. yeah. That we do other things I too. I, I, lecture, like that as well, I lecture I at the, uh, the, the the different museums and libraries, what have you. The oh, National okay. Portrait Gallery. I did a talk on Audrey Hepburn. Uh, so I, I do lectures and talks. I'd like to uh, to get a. I have over 500 major interviews, each of which is about three or four hours. So we'd like to get a pro bono, pro bono venue uh, for, um, for the uh, the Art Sandra Chevy archive. Okay, that'd be ace. Mm. Sorry? That would be ace. That would be, that'd be great. Really, yeah, 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 really, really good. Absolutely, yeah. Be, people would love it. Isn't I've it interviewed s- everyone. Mm. Do you know what? Well, I've, I've interviewed lots of people, not the same sort of names that you have, but I've interviewed lots of people over the years, not just on here, in different in podcasts, things like that. And I was thinking about this the other night, about how much... Like, if so-and-so died, or if so-and-so died... I don't just mean, like, independent comics. I mean, there are some famous ones in there as well. And if somebody actually died, it's like, I've got, like, three hours of audio of them talking mm. that I just don't know what to do with. What would I do with it? Do, would you, need, I, do you need to do something with it? Well, no, but it just feels like... I, do you I, have three hours of these people? Yeah, definitely that, oh, right. How that many people have you interviewed? Hundreds. Oh, right, yeah. Well, I guess I've interviewed a lot of the great stars of the Golden Age. That yeah, but no, but no one like that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It's well, not, that's what makes it exciting, I think. But the, I think people can sometimes. I don't know if it, what feels uncomfortable to me is that if I, if somebody was away and I then released that, it would seem like I was it exploiting would cash, their cash death. It, yeah, it would look like and that, it, it and would that wouldn't like be that. what it would be for. Like, no. for example, there's plenty of people who've died now that I'd love to hear hidden interviews from. Like even oh, when yeah. Carrie Fisher died, I, yeah. I, went, I went and watched 
um, uh, was it Wishful Drinking, her one-woman mm-hmm. show that she did? Mm-hmm. And I found that, that it had been on a Spanish broadcast something, so I watched it with subtitles, Spanish subtitles. And then I was like, I want to... I'd love more of that sort of stuff. But And there'll be people who have interviews with Carrie Fisher that will never see the light of day because they don't know what to do with it. So I think an archive of stuff... Well, I have 500, and, and most of them, uh, a lot of them have started the Golden Age. Okay. Debbie Reynolds, uh, June Allison, Myrna Lloyd, Peter Lawford... I did, you know, uh, quite a few. And then a lot of stuff around Marilyn. I've done books on Marilyn Monroe and on yeah, yeah. Lennon, et cetera, 12 Hours of Lennon. Uh, so, I mean, that, it's a big archive, and an archive that dates back, as I say, Joan Blondell, Jane Russell, quite a few of the great stars of the Golden Age talking about what Hollywood was like back in the 20s, 30s, and 40s. So it's an important archive, as yeah, well yeah. as just uh, audio interviews. That's why I'd like to get going uh, with a museum, uh, an archive museum. And also, I'm trying to find someone, I'd like to start a YouTube channel and upload some of the sound bites from some of these interviews okay. uh, for people to listen to. Cause well, you can very, do that. Anyone can do that, can't they? Sorry? You could do that anyway, can't they? Anyone can well, do I that. Well, I need a studio to be able to plug in the, the, oh, so. uh, the cassette and then get, and I also need to re record my, my intros. And yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. That. yeah. So I need some help. Okay. So, you know. Speak to her. She, she says she's a producer. Well, I could and will. <laughs> well, honestly, <laughs> I, I will not I be am. held responsible for your disappointment. Hey! <laughs> uh, look, Sandra, it's been a, 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 a like, proper pleasure speaking with you. Thanks and for coming again. Going. Sandra Sobery, and um, I'm much. sure we'll speak to you again. Yes, yes, good. Right. We're going to swap films, aren't we? We're going to what? Swap your films. You're going to go together. swap all our DVDs yeah. now. <laughs> Can you hear this? Can you hear this in the background? This is my producer, right? We're not. We're now we're into the show, and she's shouting and screaming. The reason that my idem was in the middle of that song then is because she just pressed it, going, no. "You can't play two songs without an idem." I do but it already started though. You've gone right bullshit since you got let that drug dealer on your tits, haven't you? <laughs> Sorry, I was, just, I was trying to do something. What? I was trying to start a trail because you get all arsy about I me do, not doing yeah. trails and I was just trying to find a trail but I didn't know how to start it. But I'm just doing it now. I feel a bit deflated. Well, you've messed with, I know what you've messed with. Mm. Oh. Do you not feel a bit deflated? What? After what? Just, been told just, had, a, that, just had a cookie. It was nice. She's been told that all oh, the films are like a shit. She didn't say she didn't like Dirty Dancing so it's all good. She yeah. said no comment. I don't she, watch those sort of films. She might have liked some John Hughes Breakfast Club. I should have asked her about that. I bet she's not seen she Breakfast, Breakfast Club. Club I don't think I don't think we've seen many films that no. cross over. Breakfast at Tiffany's. I want. Hang on a minute. Got to do this first. Fubar Radio presents Joey Page, Justin Bieber Bella. stormed off stage because the crowd was screaming at him. He said, "Can you relax for two seconds? If we could just scream after the song, this guy makes and scream me after sick. it's done. Take a chill pill and let me just speak. I don't feel like I'm being heard sometimes. It's a bit frustrating. Oh my god, so it must be so frustrating to have a funny fifty thousand people screaming at you. Ah! All right, on that, actually, it's not a bad time to do that because that is really annoying. To be fair, <laughs> sorry, Justin, I take it all back. Every Wednesday." Page. From 1pm on FUBAR Radio. <laughs> Joey Page, that was. He, yes. he, like, he had a bit of personality about him, didn't he, Joey? I should do more of that, shouldn't I? Where I should talk, talk a bit more. Like, a bit more upbeat. Upbeat? I'm tired. 
I'm okay. really tired. Well, we've had some reaction into the, the, the news story that everyone's talking about, Facebook and your mum. Oh, yeah, Facebook and your mum, yeah. It's Jay Barker. Setting us a light. Um, my, my friend's mum was suggested to me on Facebook. I added them, and that's the end of the story, so no point ringing. I would argue, yeah. argue there is all point yeah. in ringing, Jay. He's right, you know. Sounds like there's more to that story than you're letting on. He's absolutely right. Um, <laughs> Even when they were suggesting it on the train, I thought, they're on a hiding to nothing here. Well, the thing is, what was the question? Ask me the question again, please. Was it, wasn't, it wasn't really a question. It was more of a, just a statement and an idea. Has, has right. It, it, it was. <laughs> this is for their phone in mm-hmm. this other mm-hmm. station on Sunday. Um, why does Facebook always suggest your friend's mum, and what do you do with that? Oh, I see. So then the producer at that point went, that's a brilliant idea for phoning. Yeah. And then the other person, the presenter said, and also I've been invited to a party, um, but I don't know the person whose party it is. So, like, and she said, so people could ring up and talk about that. Part, like party etiquette. Do I turn up with a Prosecco? No, no, that's not what they said, though. Oh. They said, I've been invited to a party, but I don't know whose party it is. What, what do you do? talk about that? Okay. <laughs> uh, that's to... never happened to me. Do you know what? I'm not even sure I've ever been invited to a party, you know. Um... Maybe I have. Maybe. Have you ever invited me? You have parties, don't you? I don't have parties. I go you to... You do parties all the time, I mate. I don't have parties. I... Where did your um, sex thing happen at, over Christmas? Where was that at? Wasn't it a party? Well, then, I'm asking you. I didn't say where was it not, otherwise that would be a very long conversation, wouldn't it? We could have a shorter conversation by you telling me where it was oh, at. the location? I don't know. Yeah, ideally. Claygate. Where? Claygate. Claygate? Yeah. That sounds seedy already. <laughs> what's, what's Claygate? Where is it? Posh, isn't it? Sorry. Sorry, yeah. What is it? Near Isha. Who is it with? Is it a pub? Claygate? A pub, Claygate no. pub. No, I know you're obsessed with pub sex toilets. No, no, no not at all. Pub sex toilets, that's also not the right, not the right way the words go either. I've never had sex in a pub maybe once or twice. Yeah, I've mentioned it a few times. When I've not been working there. When I was working at a pub, I did it all the time. Did you? Yeah, yeah. In They're the toilets. They're grim though, pub toilets. That's part of the, that's part oh, of the charm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And it was Weatherspoons as well. Well, <laughs> I think they might be quite better. clean. They might probably be clean. Weatherspoons toilets? Mm. Ours weren't. Oh, right, okay. The one I was working at. Might be now, but it wasn't then. They're cleaner though? We were the cleaners, so I, so I was the cleaner in my shift. So that tells you what it would have been like. Uh, yeah, I was muckying them up. I wasn't cleaning them. Do you do the uh, the, the, the did cake, everything, mate? Cakes, did all of it? Cakes in the urinal. I was saying no, 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 didn't do that. Uh, no. no, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. Wasn't that uh, it was always in the ladies' toilets where we done oh, um, roots. Because you think it would be um, cleaner? No, it's because I had a lady with me. And I think it was more. Yeah, that's true. It was less grim for her to go into the ladies' toilets than her to go into the gents' toilets. Go into the toilet that has only got one. What? So that it could be more privacy. It, it was invariably out of hours. It wasn't oh, okay, like fine. when it the pub was like operating. Peak time. No, or it was certainly during the the clean down at the end. <laughs> so, it was. so there were people like. Sometimes it was with other members of staff. Sometimes so it, it was with customers. No, no, just, I, just, I put it about a lot at that point in my life. It makes it sound like you went to the toilet and you invited some customers in to have, have a look. Well, I didn't invite, no, no, it doesn't make it sound like that at all. You know, sometimes it's with staff, no, sometimes it, custom, customers. Yeah. Plural? Well, no, just over a period of time, plural. Oh, uh, okay. Um, Regulars? Uh, one was, one okay. was, I had a proper affair with her. Oh. She was married. Oh. Terrible, isn't it? Um, um, it was a long time ago. So, what happened with your one anyway? Excellent attempt at distracting me. How but odd, let's says get, John Edwards. Let's and I think back. he's right. I think he's nailed. Yeah, it. how odd that Nat's not telling us where she'd done all this sexy stuff. Where, but then I'll read out the text. Well, we know that, I know there isn't one now. Well, then so. I will make up a text yeah, and read yeah, it but, out. But now I'll know that you're making Who it up. Who was the boy? So. Who was the boy? Just a boy. That's all. Who was it? How'd you know him? Just for a friend. He's nice. nice What's boy. his job that you're worried about? Just say it. He may or may not be. 
a um, double D, as I was, as I was, I think I was calling him that night. Double D. Double D. Drug dealer. Drug dealer. Yeah. Okay. So what do you think is going to happen if Nothing. you, if you, but if you, oh. maybe they know like people who like knock you off and that. So maybe if you knock him yeah, back, yeah. you could end up. Uh oh, Nat's been found in a canal. I don't want to be. I can't. I'm not a brilliant swimmer, so. I don't think swimming would be an issue. Yeah, I but if I'm going to go into a canal, I'd at least want the option of swimming. Mm, no, no, I mean dead. Yeah, I know, but like Dirty Den didn't die when he went in the canal, did he? That was a nice bit of alliteration from you there then, wasn't it? Dirty Den didn't die. <laughs> yeah, all the double Ds there. Yeah, um, But he would have done, wouldn't he, if it was real life? Well, we don't know. He came back, didn't he? Yeah, but he would have done if it was real life. You didn't see him getting shot. Yeah, it's not, not a real bloke, is it? No, that's true. It's Leslie Grantham playing a character. Mm. Character, apparently. Um, so, what's uh, who are our next guests? Uh, our next guest who will be in studio, Do you I not believe. feel a bit punched about by Sandra? Sandra. Um, I feel quite sad that she... Part, but I like the fact that she's honest. I like that. Because yeah. a lot of film reviewers who are... Not a lot, actually, you can't remember anything but a couple of people, film TV people, who you sort of know when their reviews are because they like everything and you think, oh, come right. on now. But I like, like the Paul fact... Ross. Oh, I <laughs> Do you don't mean know. Paul Does Ross? He like... No, I wasn't thinking I don't of know him. if he likes everything no, or not. No, I don't think so. I don't um, even know what link I'm making He's got a great film knowledge, though, Paul Ross, actually. You know? He's got a great knowledge, Paul yeah, Ross, has. generally speaking. really has, yeah. Clever bloke. Um, but just, just her kind of reaction is, it's a piece of shit. And Paul Ross likes, piece of shit. Yeah, I didn't like it, did she not? No, she didn't I'll like that. what bit I found interesting as well. Mm. Um, I didn't want to pull her up on it because I liked her. I thought she was a nice lady. So I didn't want to pull her up on it when I said that Irving Kirshner was a godfather and she said, yes, sort of. Oh, yeah, she did, but it did say on the thing, didn't it? That she said sort of. My godfather, Erwin yeah. Kirshner. What does that mean? I don't know. Godfather in the godfather sense or the mafia sense? I don't think Kirsch was mafia. No, that's true. I wanted to know what she thought about the godfather, but she probably was. She said, she said that was she, shit. I, I, I would have cried. Terrible. Shit, yeah, probably. I think it was a piece of shit. I'd be like, it was what? Explosive shit, mate. You're, um, you're wrong about any film. <laughs> any yeah, any film made after, after 1968 was shit. She didn't like what happened to Baby Jane much, I could tell that. Oh, she didn't say she didn't like she it. She said she didn't like, but she wasn't. She wasn't saying I she it did was like brilliant. it. Brilliant. Have you seen it? Yes, I have. And Hitchcock bits with the bird. I think it's really it's similar to a Hitchcock film. Yeah, I can see that more than I can see it being um, the spy, sci-fi thing. Twilight Zone. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. But do you not think it was? A, it's a mix between it's very dark Twilight and Zone and Hitchcock. And the characters are so over the top. Of, yeah. Uh, yeah. That I thought it was great, and I saw the sort of sequel to that with both um, Jane Crawford and Betty Davis not as good but a sequel to it well, kind of ish they sort of unofficial sequel where they did they put them back together they didn't really get on did they Betty Davis I don't know I started watching the documentary but yeah. it was getting late so didn't I'm going to watch it didn't massively get on really but they were kind of they were real divas at that time well they didn't know each other they, they weren't they'd never performed together before no but at that time a lot of the actresses didn't they weren't all friends Marilyn Monroe has talked about you know people not being that nice to her right. and they were proper divas. So though. what do we do about that? Well, they're all dead, aren't they? What can we do? I don't know. What do we do retrospectively about that? I don't think we can do anything. I just wish they'd all just try and get on in death. Even in, maybe they are. Um, I really liked it a, a lot, but I couldn't. I, I wanted to watch more about it. I wanted to find out more about it, but it was like one o'clock this morning, and I had to be yeah. up for this. And then I've got. Do you know what I've got to do tomorrow? What? I've got to get up and drive to Swindon. Why? At seven a.m. Why? Because I've agreed to do a short film. Oh, okay. Well. That's not a bigger drive. Well, what time have you got to get there? I've got to be there at nine. Ooh, no one starts shooting films at nine. It's nine till five. Oh, God, it's a proper job. Not even getting paid for it. Oh, well... I don't even know if I'm getting any expenses or anything. So you're shelling out... 
petrol. Just trying to help people. Maybe you got trapped. It's just, a, it's just a young lad who's written his own film, oh, and I, I thought I'd help him. Oh, if you wanted to get out of it, I could say maybe you got trapped in London with the tube strike. You couldn't. What you'd do it for me? You'd be my manager. No, I'm, in the I was, yeah, I'm um, broken. No, this. I'm not that sort. I'm not sort of person who'd let no, someone no. down last minute for, for no. a not real reason. I'd do no, it for, if it was true. a real reason. I wouldn't do it for a not real reason. Particularly yeah. not a kid who's just written his own film and uh, set it all up and stuff. Short film, I assume. Yeah. But I don't think you're gonna film. You want to do a two-hour one? Yeah, we're already short in it. It's about munchkins. Okay, she probably hated the Wizard of Oz. Oh, that would have been a good yeah, one to ask her. Yeah, just now I thought about it. Damn it, Jacob, can you text that lady and ask her what she thinks of the Wizard of Oz? Probably a piece of shit. And then what do we say? Then we start crying. <laughs> I want to know what she thinks of it. Um, well, look, I feel like the oh, Facebook. Oh yes, please, Harvey, please do call in. He's yeah, it's saying, a real call in. It's a real call in, Harvey. You've got a relevant story. A relevant story, story. right? No, that's promising a lot, yeah, isn't that's, it? I'm excited, Harvey. Call, call. Oh three three oh two two three oh two hundred. It's got to be like it's got. Oh, hang on, let's read this. This is again. the Facebook one, I assume. But it could be the party you never one. Know. It could be the party one. Yeah, it's. Have you been invited to a party? You don't know the person whose party is. Ring in and talk about that. Or have uh, you? Yeah. Why, why do they ask you to be friends with? Um, your friend's mum, mum's mum. on Facebook mum's what's, on what's Facebook. that about yeah that's the uh, Dirty Den didn't die Ken Dodd's dad's dog's dead tough isn't it to it's a good that. one Julie, Julie. Yep. it's not bad very good but you got an and in there which has ruined the alliteration Dirty Den didn't die Ken Dodd's dad's dog's dead right I'm putting a song on and hopefully Harvey will call in with I'm excited. his brilliant that's, that's teasing yeah and then we'll see whether or not my call in it was my idea it wasn't the success. idea of the people that I overheard on the train it's um. my idea for a new call in it's going to be amazing <laughs> Also, we have another call in as well. I forgot about this one. We've got another phone in. 0330223. Thanks, Nat. Sorry. 0330223200. If you know what to do with moss in a garden. What? I have found out. I've realised that my gardens are covered in moss. I think I've got to do something about it. Jonathan Coulson with School Crusher Mountain. If you hear the bit tapping at the moment in the studio, it's because Nat is basically talking to Jacob. Um, on it's not even IM. It's on a, just an open document. Google Doc. Because Jacob keeps writing stupid things on well, it. Well, he thinks he's hilarious. Yeah, he, he thinks he's being hilarious. Keeps saying bants now. It's one of the most annoying. Because we're missing going. a guest tonight. We are because currently. the guest he books was completely inappropriate. Well, we have we've got a couple of people. That okay, well the, the guest that was suggested to me was inappropriate, but um, he's being stupid on there now, and, and you've bants. had to say stop fucking about and book a guest. I actually have put that exact yeah. exact yeah, yeah. Stop fucking about and book a guest. So if you're listening, Jacob, just oh, book a fucking guest, mate. Sad, sad, why does so he keep doing this sad face want. business? He writes yeah, sad face, happy face, face and all pants, that. Lads. He's neither he's a, a lad or happy. Absolute bounce. fucking maniac, that yeah, boy. Is, yeah. uh, we've got a caller. Caller, are you there? Hello, hello. Hello, sir, how are you? Uh, not bad, not at all. Is this Harvey? Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yo, how you doing? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Now, you're calling in. I mean, you, you're quite lucky you've managed to get through on our very busy switchboard about this phoning that we've been doing. Blowing up the phones today with this. Um, well, basically, we asked. Uh, now, there's two things. Mm. Is, it, is it related to just one or both? It's about the Facebook mum one. Facebook mum one. Okay, I'll set it up again. So basically, I was on a train this morning, and I overheard some people from a rival station. All stations would be rivals, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rival station. A rival station who were setting up their phone in for this Sunday, and I've stole their phone in because they were just saying it too loudly on a train, and their phone in was going to be on Facebook. Why does it suggest your friend's mum to you, and what what's all that about? And now Harvey's going to tell us what that's all about, Mm. or his experience of it. What what I think it's about is so mums can find out what everyone else is doing. I think it's some sort of like I mean to Nick the Stuart Lee joke. It's like a state surveillance agency staffed by gullible volunteers. Okay. Because essentially, my mum posts when I'm doing anything. Like I go back to uni in about a week. She'll post that. 
textual post, literally everything, and I just get mums all the way down it. Really? Know, maybe it's that. I think it's a conspiracy. Oh. Is this why... This is why I'm not on Facebook, is this sort of thing, because I don't you write... Know, you know. popped out. up for me as a friend request. Well, not a friend request, but you've, your face... I've definitely not requested you as no, a friend. Okay. <laughs> and I've not accepted. No, but, um, um, no, I have an operating account. Right, OK. So that I'm able to access a fan account. So oh, a fan, like a, a fan page thing, but I don't up. even update that, really. Well, very rarely, anyway. Okay. Um, so you have to have an existing account to do that. Mm. But I left Facebook, I reckon, five or six years ago. A lot of people and have. never looked back. Yeah. Twitter's next. I would like to get off Twitter. Mm. When are you going to change your Twitter handle to at Ian Bowlesworth? Just, I don't, it doesn't matter. Oh, okay. I think I'm going to change my name. <laughs> what, to at Ian Bowlesworth? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be at Ian Bowlesworth on Twitter. I'm taking that. Have you had any problems with that, though? Have you had, were, were, like, were your mum following you? <laughs> well, it's just that, I mean, I don't have time to have sex with them all. Yeah, all, all the mums. Well, busy schedule. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they're, that... just, they're just knocking. Like, oh, isn't he a handsome boy? And we all know what that means. About you? Essentially, isn't it? Yeah, no, not no, not really, not really. No one ever calls me handsome anymore. So, Nat's, right, just so I'll, you know what's happening. I'll call you handsome. What that click? Thank you, Harvey. What's happening at the moment is Nat is now checking if you're handsome. I wasn't. I was thinking. This one. Why have you got You've just, you've just put. You forget that I can see I'm just on my screen. It. No, no. Look at my Twitter. I've just updated it. We're looking I at like you. It. We're I, looking I was at just now. looking at what is what his what he looked like, Harvey. It's good to put a face to the. Hang voice. on a minute. Is that are you on the tube there, mate? No, it's not the tube. <laughs> Can I manage that? Have you managed getting on the tube? It just looks. Awkward. Are you in Norwich? Do you live in Norwich? Yeah, I do live in Norwich. Yeah, at the uni. I went to Norwich the other day. I know. I saw. I nearly had a heart attack. I'm really? like, why is he there when I'm gone? Oh, sorry, <laughs> mate. I, I, was, I wasn't no, there. Sorry. I wasn't there meeting people. <laughs> Yeah, no, I wasn't there just wondering about <laughs> doing a meet and greet. <laughs> okay. um, no, I went to see uh, my missus's parents, so in-laws essentially. But and they, Norwich is about as close to their house as possible, and even that's not. But they live very out in the sticks. And um, we just went to Norwich for a couple of hours. I wasn't that bothered by it really. Thought it was all right. Yeah. I like that market really like in the middle of town. I think that's quite nice. Yeah. Where it's a static market. It's nice, isn't it? Got yeah. two cathedrals. You need, if you bought a one, go to the other one. How long? How far between each one, though? Uh, not that long, actually. Think a walk. What's the story walk. with your banner pick? Is that is that you on the left on your banner pick on Twitter? No, it's on the. It, I'm the one that looked a bit like Pete Doherty. Uh, oh, you're the other side. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. And what what's that? Who are them? But you and two other boys. Who are them boys? They're just, they're just two of my mates. Zombies. Halloween. It was like it was like when we just turned eighteen. So it was like the first time we'd properly all gone out. Okay. If and I was, it was the like one, it was one pound drinks in Hull. Okay, and it was Halloween, and we all got very drunk. Okay, if <laughs> I was the middle boy, what's the middle boy called? Joe. If I was Joe, right I, for Halloween, what I'd do is I'd shave the front of my head and then have the rest of my hair long at the back, and I think he would look <coughs> like Riff Raff from the Rocky Horror. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! That's well, his hair's actually longer down the front now. Is it? Okay, I'll just sweep it back and then do a, a good shaving of the front of it. Mm. And the other boy, oh, the one on the left, if I was him, I would put, pull my trousers up really high and just go as Simon Cowell. <laughs> That's what I was doing. Oh my god! And you're fine. Can, you're fine doing what, what you're doing. <laughs> Well, I do look like I've just been on heroin. That's all right. They're a bit of heroin doesn't do any harm, does it not? I've been told off for saying this before. Don't Apparently, say a bit of heroin does do you harm. Apparently, you're not all supposed heroin, to do a bit of heroin. All, all right. heroin does harm. There's such a thing as a well, bit of heroin. Fine, don't have a it's bit of heroin. Like it's not broken promise, isn't it? Broken promise. Broken Stop promise. You're right, right. Again. Absolutely is. Absolutely is. Do you want to talk about anything Almost else? like I've heard you talking about it before. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, just repeat back to me what I've said in the past. Have you been to a party, Harvey? Or have you been to a party of someone that you don't know? Um. 
Perfect. Can I just say that Nat just winked at me and pointed at me as if she'd got us back on track. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as if that was an achievement. I want to switch. Well, we dug the heroin. Dug the heroin. Yeah, I went to a party. There was lots of heroin. No. Really how, much, no, no. how much heroin did you have? Go, we're going off track again. <laughs> What's the most heroin you've had in one, no, in one injection? No, we're not answering that, Harvey. We're not talking about heroin. I've not, not had any heroin. Heroin is naughty bad. Don't do it. Thank it's you. Not, just yeah. say no. Um, yeah, I mean, Grainshaw were right. It's not good yeah, for you, but... It's not. Um, it's very bad for to, you. I've been to parties and I think you just have to go a little bit yeah. later when everyone's a bit drunk and then no one cares. No yeah, one cares true, who you are. True. Do you have a girlfriend, Harvey, or a boyfriend? No, I have neither. Would you go out with Nat? Uh, yeah, to... sure, go with Nat. I'm 19 now. Actually... He's 19 now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Little toy boy. <laughs> You'd be alright with a 19 year old, wouldn't you? You can get away with that. Definitely yeah, can get away probably. with that. Yeah, you could. Fine, wouldn't it? Yeah. How tall are you, Harvey? I am, I am shorter than that. I am well, five, nine and a half. Yeah. Five, nine and a half. What are you now? Five, eleven and a half. I think I you can get away with that. Five, nine, to it's, the other. I don't wear it's heels. All the, all the same line down, and I can wear heels. So you could wear, yeah, you could wear some heels. Well, my missus is, I think she's five, ten or something. And you're five. Six. Six. But it feels like more. It's only four inches. Like, it really feels like more. And when, and when we walk along together holding hands, it honestly, look, I had to stop her several times over Christmas doing it. In fact, in Norwich this happened, where I realised that my arm was up in the air. <laughs> it, like, it, it was like I was being walked somewhere, like a child. And I was going, you can't. I said, we have to do that. We just stand further apart from each other so our arms are out a bit more. Yeah. And she was like, sorry, sorry. And she's got, no, clearly got longer legs than me. So she yeah. moves faster than me. Does she wear heels? D- this is a point of great contention. Right, because she obviously does, right? yeah. This is a huge point of contention mm-hmm. because she's got slightly obsessed with this, uh, what are these shoes called? Is it a regular choice? Sure. Something like that. Okay. They're really posh designer shoes that she's got a bit obsessed with. And she keeps buying them. And they're like 120 quid a pair. And it's ri- just ridiculous. But a lot of them have got big heels on them, like all made of dice and stuff. Dice. Yeah, like it's a, spe- a heel that's made of dice. So okay. it's a, you know, they're, they're really they are posh shoes. Yeah, but she's kind of displaying them at the moment, really. Oh, well, that's nice. so that's that. I've no issue with that no. at all. Does she, does she have that in case you need to quickly play a game of Risk? Like I have <laughs> got no idea, man. It's not. It, it's just I don't know what the etiquette is from my point of view because I don't want to. Well, I don't want to be in a scenario as he's saying to my missus, "You're not allowed to wear that. You're mm, not allowed to wear that." that. I, allowed I, to wear yeah, of course I can't. Well, well, I mean. I'm, I had a girlfriend who was like slightly shorter than me, so she made me like five seven. It's but when she would wear heels, yeah. it would like it would dwarf me a bit, and oh, okay. I felt a little bit, and I felt a little bit put out by it. So I, I do, I get you, I get you. See, I think, I think just go with it. I don't think anyone gives a shit. No, no, that, I'm not sure I do, but it, it's yeah. just in the moment it feels. But when, when I realised my hand was up in the air, <laughs> just to hold hands. It did feel like I was being walked. It felt like I was a special boy. She could put her hand over your shoulder in that kind of way, so it's not holding hands like a special boy, but she's just putting her arm... Like, or, just shielding me from the world. Yeah. Or what if you did the, like, hand in the, in the pocket, the bum pocket at the back? I can't reach. Oh, and really the problem nice. is, as well, is that she's, like... Because she's special, like, all head, head spacked. So she... Not, not saying that, but So okay. when we're together, it looks like she's my carer, and it's, it's, it's the yeah, other way around, really. Right. Maybe you should get her a buggy or something, like a like a child pram that she can fit in. <laughs> You'd be in the buggy. <laughs> around. I think that's a brilliant idea. But what Nat said is correct. If we have a buggy, I'm going in yeah, that. You are, yeah. And that way, oh. I, I won't care at all. Then I'll just be—I'll get pushed around by her. That's fine. I'd like to be. What you need to do her. is what you need to do is dress up as a baby and smoke a big cigar. <laughs> I, I think that. Uh, so here's the options. So <laughs> I either dress up as a baby with a big cigar in a buggy. Yeah. Or 
from what I'm getting from both of you, just leave her. No, I'm not. No one no, said leave no, her. No, that's what it's no. no, it feels like at the moment. Don't and I, I, I don't, no, I don't no, 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 want no. to do that. You could wear heels, maybe. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm yeah. sorry. I, no, I agree. There, there, there was a there was a double <laughs> there was a double stunned silence then, Harvey. That had, that had not had honestly nothing to do with you. It's that both me and Nat both looked at Twitter at exactly the same time yeah. and saw that somebody tweeted from, from <laughs> adult baby mummy. Yeah. Right, mummy Cindy on at Foobar Radio in a few weeks' time. I'm looking forward to it. Adult baby mummy. Credit UK. Mistress Devon. Credit UK. At fetish nurse. Oh, I like, I like and I'm that. telling you now, without any fur- without any further knowledge than that, I bet a fucking million pounds that's on my show. It will be. Yeah. I bet you're anything be. that's been booked on <laughs> no, my I show. I know. I know. It will be. Well, I mean, what you, you've had some strange guests on on your shows in the past. Like what you had um, in the old Peacock and Gamble. You had those. Um, uh, drag queens who were a bit yeah. objectionable. Well, they were strange. Were they objectionable? No, they were objectionable. That's why they were strange. Right, say, okay, were they? I they were nice drag queens. They were fine. I can't remember. I blocked a lot of that out. It, yeah, I, I just, I don't, I don't... I didn't, did I ask for this you had, sort you of thing? Ben Dover, didn't you? Ben Dover. Oh, he was a prick. Yeah, what, um, um, the whole yeah he was horrible, he was. What, um, did, have I asked for these guests? Um, I don't know if you've Have I gone mad one, at some point? I think and just, that, look, I'm interested. Have I texted you in the middle of the night saying... Yeah, you have, I've got the text. Can you get like, me the weirdest adult. fucking people you can find? I'm interested in adult baby mummy. I think this sounds quite fun. So it's about you, it's what you've been... Well, no. no. no I am 19, I am yeah, 19. Fair comment, yeah, he's 19, so you could, if you go out with Harvey... Yeah. You just said no, yeah. no, you're interested, no. Like, I'm, I'm willing. He's right. It's what, getting a nappy? He's absolutely right. It's no, no, he's saying, you, you're saying you've got an interest in that sort well, of mummy thing. Not really. And he's saying he's nine. No, you just said you you did. In her, not and Harvey's in the whole... now saying that he is a, essentially a child, and yeah, and a say. willing participant in your like disgusting. That's confusing not my fetish. Sex that's not the fetish games. I'm into. I'm going to give Harvey your phone number. <laughs> please do. Please do. I there don't. I don't want to be in a nappy. That's not. No, he'll do that. Oh, and you're okay. the mummy. I'll do that. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm uh, saying. Right. Here's what will happen. Nat. Here's what will happen. Harvey, right, we'll put a nappy on, oh. we'll lie on the floor, we'll do a great big shit. In I don't, nappy, I'm not into right? that. This is what's going to happen. Scatting is not for me. No, this is part of the mummy thing. And then you, as mummy, come in and say, oh, what have you done, you dirty boy? I'm not doing that. And then you, you lie him down and you get his, all his nappy off and I'm that. And you get a wet nappy. wipe and you rub all around all, all the poo that's all smeared no. around his bum. You wipe no. all that off. No. Some of it will be on the penile area. You'll have to mess about with that as well. And then he'll probably start weeing in his own face or something. You'd be like, oh, you are a dirty boy, aren't you? This is. Let me tell you what, what I'm not doing. What it's having sex after that. What a naughty, dirty boy. No one's mentioned that. sex now. Why are you th- why are you thinking about sex now? Who mentioned thing. sex? Nobody mentioned sex. I said that Harvey has been a dirty boy, we and I'm pooing in front of you, and you are the mummy, and that is your date. I've, that's not a date. What, what do you think? Harvey's Second been... date. No, no, I know. Nando's. What... <laughs> it's not Nando's. <laughs> it's not. No. Your first date is Harvey does a poo in a week. I can, I can definitively not fit in those high chairs. Like, that is a recipe for broken legs. No, you're not going to be in a high chair. No, by, by the second date, you're just about to be a normal grown-up. It's oh, just, the, just the first date is the one where you lie on the floor with a nappy on, you poo in the nappy, then when that takes the nappy off to clean you, then you start weighing. We're not doing that. That is, is the, the instead, date. Or is that that is the date. Instead Final. of that, can I offer Final. another option up of what I'd be more into? What? What do you feel about shaving legs? Because <laughs> I think that's... What, me? Yeah, because I'm bored of shaving mine anymore, so if someone could shave it to me, I'd definitely be up for it. I will shave your legs. Brilliant, okay. I can can hear a book coming, though. Yeah, what's going on? I'm like, but in return, you have to shave my arsehole. There we go, yeah. Can I wax it? Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, it's done, okay, it's done. That's a good compromise. That's date three. 
So day three. Just, I can manage, also, I can manage testicles, all right. Yeah. Down there, nothing. Can't read. Fine. I'll shave an arsehole. It's fine. Do people yeah. shave their arseholes? Yeah. Is that the one? Shave it? Um, Adam used to, yeah. Shaved it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would it not be better just like getting some hair removal cream for that? It can sting, though, can't it? I like, don't know. I've never, I've never been anywhere near that sort stings. of area in terms of uh, grooming. What about washing my hair and blow drying it straight? I'm also into <laughs> that as well. Yeah, I can do that, but do you want a date or do you want a beautician? Like, That's good. <laughs> I mean, let's yeah. look at what's going to happen after yeah. I've got beautiful, clean, straight hair. Also, Harvey, can we just... What, you want me to, what, you want me to make it messy? Well, hang on, Harvey. <laughs> before you start getting all like all uppity and all the rest of it and chucking your weight around, can we, bear, can we remember that in the first date, Nat is actually essentially being a beautician around your dirty bottom? Yeah, I've got to clean your pooey bum. And you didn't yeah, complain yeah, about that. It was like, so she... Yeah, right, it's, it's all right, it's bit... Oh, thank you. Six thank or one you. and a half doesn't need the other this, isn't it? So can we just, like, make sure that when you go yeah. on, on your five dates, we've not decided what the fifth one will be yet, um... That, um no, Jurassic, Jurassic Park related. There you go, Jurassic Park, Nat. Actually, I've got to wax his bum and then clean it with a nappy. So who's got yeah, the but he's more shaving, deal? He's shaving my legs. Order. He's shaving That's my legs and washing my hair. Yeah, I but how high up is he going? When, where does he stop with your legs? Because with your sort of hair do, down there, got... he's not going to know when it's run out, is it? It's <laughs> going to be like... It's cost me 40 quid in razors, having to change them. Like, fucking That's true. You will blunt them. Matt will blunt your razors. I won't. I will not blunt your razors. You blunt a machete, mate. I'm a machete. Harvey. So, Harvey... Um, can you give me two or three selling points for you to Nat in a date situation? Um, How would you sell yourself? If you're on Match.com oh, or something God. like that and, and you knew oh, Nat man. was going to be looking. Oh, um, or do, yeah, you, do you have I, a dating profile? I didn't, I didn't feel like... Can we just read no, that out? Think I'm, what was that? I didn't, I didn't feel like I was going to come on here to be personally attacked. No, no one's attacking you. Yeah, no, 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 I'm no, joking. It's I'm not, no, it's, um, we're trying to set you up. I don't know, I'm... I, I'm a man. There that's good. Up. That's a good Sorry. tick. Tick. Good start. Yep, tick. I, I like I like musicals. I will watch musicals and not complain. Hang on, just pulling a face at that a little well, bit. Which ones? Because oh, I don't like ones with too much singing in. Like there's some that I like. Oh God. Grease. I don't it's mind Grease. Hedwig and the Angry Inch. I like that. I like that one. What but about, about Rent. Moulin Rouge? Moulin. No, I'm not, not Moulin. It's too lots. Too, lots. Singing. I'd argue no, Moulin Rouge that's isn't it. even a musical. It's just. What, what is it? Well, the, the, the issue is sort of grey area in Moulin Rouge because Moulin Rouge is just reappropriating existing songs into a music, in, you know, into yeah, it's jukebox um, musical, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, well, maybe, yeah, yeah. So I still argue it's not a musical. All right, all right don't. I'm saying sorry, Nat's telling me to wrap it up because there's guests here. Got but guests I'm talking in. to the human well, being. The guests here. I'm being told from out there to wrap it up as well. <laughs> well they're, but they're not in the room now. They're coming in. Oh right, okay. They're here. They yeah, are. But they've not demanded we stop everything the second they walk through the door. Get us on the air. It's just a personal reaction when talking about music. Right, well, at the moment, we're trying to set you up. You're so fucking ungrateful. I'm ungrateful. I've, I've got I'm your 19 year old lad here who's clearly. No, it won't be up broadcast. for doing summer. It will not be broadcast live, Paul. The it date. will be broadcast live. You're not in charge of the date. Well, who is? You just turn up and do as you're told. Ditto, Harvey. Oh, I, I, I do quite I, like I'm, that. I'm not really. I, I'm feeling. I'm not really up, up to that. I don't okay. like the idea that, right. she's, that, she's here, that she's here against the Do you know what? Do you know what? You can, you can both ruined fuck it. off. Ruined thanks for calling, Harvey. Right. You ruined that. Thanks for calling, Harvey. Cheers, mate. Yeah, thanks a lot. Really good story about the date thing, but um, you've, you've wasted my time, the listener's time and Nat's time, by getting her hopes up for a date. Yeah, she was willing that. to come to it and do that if all that stuff with a nappy. That's fine. I just don't want a kidnap. We were going to have a train she ride to Norwich. She be kidnapped. What do you mean? We, I'm I not thought, coming the day. I thought we just... You know, you said earlier, tie it in. We never go on a train anywhere. I thought we could just get a train to Norwich. By that, I mean I'm not paying for it. Oh, well, I'm not either. Harvey can pay I for it. Have I you got any, have I, you got I any can feel the pressure left? immediately. 
Huh? Yeah, I've got quite You're a lot rich, of it. You're rich, Harvey. you got money. How much have your student loans left? Um, that's quite a personal question. What, £1,000? Is there £1,000 left? 50 quid. I have, I have and £1,000, yeah. And £1,000, all right. That, oh, that will cover... Right. That'll be a good date. weekend. That's a nice pounds. date. That's right. a nice date. Oh, right, you've got to give us the £1,000 of your student loan. Yeah, that's that sorted. And, and in return, you can have sex with that. <laughs> Hold on a minute. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Right, is that agreed? Is that agreed, Harvey? Yeah, but I Harvey agrees. Oh, Harvey agrees. Harvey agrees. Thanks, Harvey. I can't remember who those people are. It's ACDC versus Queen, and I can't remember who made that song. I nicked it from somewhere once. It's Crowded House. It's not your mic, is it? I've got the wrong mic up. It's Crowded House is in there as well, Weather With You. I heard that. Okay. Well, that's good, isn't it? Um, We're joined by some guests now. That's why I didn't put Nat's mic up there. You're doing selfies? Yeah. You're you're right, Social media. Oh, yeah. What what are you saying on it? Go on Periscope. I haven't said anything yet. What do you want to say? Do you want us to wait for you to tweet? No, I'm happy passionate. to wait for you to tweet. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're joining the studio. So, you're, you're doing um, How Not to Live in Suburbia. Yeah. And then it's the knots crossed out. So, it's How to yeah. Live in Suburbia, but not is in sometimes there. Sometimes it's brackets. Sometimes we like to, there's a strike you know, through. Yeah, it depends on the, the marketing. Does that play havoc with your, with your press? No, Havoc's probably over <laughs> a mild turbulence. Is that disastrous with your press, is it's it? It's a complete... Is it an absolute nightmare with press? We should say who you are. So that's Annie Siddons. Yeah. Is that correct pronunciation? Yeah, Siddons. Okay, yeah. and you wrote this? Yeah, I did. You're also performing it? Yeah. And there was something else you did as well with it? That's it. That's enough, isn't it? So right, okay, so Nikki Hobday. Yeah. And you are in it as well. I am a bit. as a co-performer. It's an autobiographical story that is about Annie's life. I don't want you both washing your hands of this as you promote it. Oh no, <laughs> I'm in it. Yeah, but don't say I am. Yeah, <laughs> she's wildly. I, in I it. just okay? feature it in okay. it, um, and I in the live show I play Annie. Uh, I play a, a theatrical oh, version okay. of her. So, That's nice. Yeah, it and is in nice. the film, so it's a show with films. Right. Made by Richard de Domenici. And okay. In it, Nikki plays six women who aren't me. Okay. So you get a lot of Hobday. You do get a lot of Hobday for so your you're, money. So yeah. it's kind of it's a sort of a ninja thing going on where she it's plays total, it down, but she's yeah. actually dominating the performance. Basically, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, what's uh, what, so what's the idea behind it? Cause it's uh, the, the general <coughs> note I got was it was about yeah, loneliness. It is. It's a hilarious. And brutal show about loneliness. That's good. Hilarious yeah. and brutal is always a good mix. Yeah. yeah. And how well, is that self? Is it inspired from you? Yeah, I just got really very, very lonely. And I okay. uh, found that it wasn't something that I could casually chat about with my friends. That it right. Was, uh, people got really uncomfortable talking about it. Why do you think that is? I've got theories on why. I think it's contagious. And I think people feel guilty. And I think a lot more people are lonely than want to admit it. And a lot of people don't want to admit it. Yeah, I think so, it's because it sounds like you're asking them for something. So I think that the, the the reaction will always be, "Well, what do you want me to do? Or do you want me to come around more? Do you want yeah. me to you know?" As if it's it's as if loneliness means that you're not with someone else. You can be lonely in a packed environment, you can't can. you? You can be very lonely in that sort you of situation. Can. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And psychologists uh, differentiate between loneliness as a sort of existential state, right? Which can occur when you're surrounded by people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And social isolation, which yeah, yeah, yeah. is a specific thing. So I guess the show's about both of those things. But, I mean, as someone who makes shows, the yeah. obvious thing to do was 
for me to make a show yeah. about it instead of um, annoying people with chat. <laughs> Just to get, get them to pay to be annoyed. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a perfect idea. And obviously to surround yourself with people. So there is that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. to be there. Yeah. Not it's an interesting concept, though, isn't it? The idea, because I think that happens increasingly now, where people will fuel their fuel their art by well, that thing that what's face said last night, Streep said last night, the Carrie Fisher mm. said, which is take your broken heart and use it for art, paraphrasing whatever it was. But that's a, I think there's a real increase in that now, where I think people are seeing that as a more viable way of having of of uh, utilizing that sort of stuff within your own career, rather than it being something that means you have to stop working. Does exactly. that make sense? Mm-hmm. Do you yeah, know what I mean? So it's, totally. Yeah, yeah. Um, like if you're hit with depression or if you hit with anything, anything that's, that could be crippling to you um, in an emotional sense could now actually be enhancing to you from, from an artistic sense. Definitely. And I think there's yeah. certainly a, a much more... Is, do you think it's that people are more willing to watch and engage with that now or do you think it's that people have been just battered into having, having to? I think maybe people are more comfortable about talking about things and that's celebrated now yeah. by people wanting to talk about it and not being ashamed or yeah and and feeling it, that it's a way to connect people so especially with something like loneliness if you are talking about that and other people are coming forward and yeah talking about it too and identifying with it and saying you know thanks for speaking about it because yeah, yeah. I felt that way for a long time and didn't know what to do with it mm. is that happening is the show up and running now is it already started well, we did it in Edinburgh okay and then the next foray is at the Soho, at the Soho next okay that's but yeah in Edinburgh 13th we to the 18th exactly yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Valentine's yeah we had so much feedback from like different demographics I knew that it would appeal to single parents because I'm a single parent okay. so there's a very obvious kind of link there. yeah but we had really good responses across the board, age demographics and everything. People just being grateful that we'd spoken about it and being able to relate how, to it. How do you find that? I'm, I'm, sort of, I'm semi-reluctant to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. But yeah. I don't want anyone to take this as me saying... I'll, I'll explain what it is and I'll say yeah. what, what I mean. Mm. Is that I did a, a podcast called The Mental Podcast mm. about mental health, mm-hmm. um, which came out at the beginning of December. I, I'd long, I'd spoke on here loads. I was going to do it, and for a long time I was trying. It was, just a, it was a huge job to do it, but I got it done. Six episodes, and I released them all at the same time, anticipating that the feed that I would get engagement from other people with the same issues and all that. That it would be, and that's something that I even on the podcast I say I'm. That's fine. It's a, I've never, mm. I wasn't ready for the volume of it. Yeah. And I don't want to put out and, inc- and say, make people think, oh, we can't now because it bothers him. It doesn't bother me, but it's kind of overwhelming. It is, yeah. it is overwhelming um, from time to time. And it's took me a long time to work through the, the mail I've had from it. Have I, you replied I, to everything personally? Pretty or? much everything now, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It's a big job. It is a big job as yeah. well. But the other thing with it as well is you don't want to do it like, oh, cheers for the message, thanks. And yeah. and you want to make sure they know you've read it. Yeah, and you yeah. want to deal with it sensitively. And we, we spoke about this a lot, actually, we in have, the making yeah. of our show and making sure that we look after an audience. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. you're opening... I mean, Annie, particularly, is kind of opening wounds. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and sharing things that she's thought about and has experienced um, and the, I think you really have to take responsibility for that if you're sharing it with an audience mm. and, and letting people giving people a space for them to open up Yeah. but then also being able to control that well enough for yourself because mm-hmm. if you do a podcast about 
mental health and people suddenly feel that they can talk to you about it yeah actually you just wanted to make a podcast about it yeah but they but uh, but I'd, I'd agree absolutely with that but I, that was also actually addressed in the podcast so it was actually spoke yeah. about that that about people uh, somebody that I interviewed on there was talking about how much I, interaction I get anyway about that sort of thing oh okay <clears throat> and that she worried that I took it on board and felt like I had mm. to I had to respond and she was saying you don't have to respond you, your work in itself is enough and I was saying yeah but it's no big deal to do that mm. which, I, which I do agree with. it's not it's not if I've got half an hour on Twitter it's not a big deal to do that but um, it, it can be overwhelming and I just wondered how that felt and I agree with you absolutely Nikki that the idea that you are also responsible for them in some ways yeah, you know, definitely, but yeah. it's your issue well, it's not my issue only. Is no, but, it? no but, it's, but, it, but it's something that affects you already, yeah. and you're looking after someone else. Be, yeah. I think you have to make sure it's not at your own expense, if you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I think we've been pretty mindful of that in yeah, yeah, how yeah. we've made the show, and what what we do in it. And with audiences, we're not claiming to be offering a mental health mm -hmm. service. We're opening yeah. a conversation. We can signpost. We can continue the conversation in certain ways. We've just had our first ever cross-disciplinary loneliness symposium which was brilliant and I don't even like, know what any of those words mean I know okay so it you was you know when like, you try and follow something and you go I've not I've forgot the first yeah, bit I feel already like that most of the time yeah, yeah. Speaks, <laughs> yeah. vocabulary is so amazing. we got together with some psychologists basically okay so we had a day where we had loads of people talking about loneliness but from different perspectives so talking about it from a psychological perspective and then us doing our show and then right. other people talking about it and it was a really rich day of like cross fertilization of ideas and people talking about their own experiences and things like that are a way for us to sort of contain the conversation but also embellish it a bit more because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm certainly not claiming to have the answers or I don't think anybody has I don't, nobody has them about anything. about anything but that's, that doesn't get said enough no. literally nobody has the answer to anything <laughs> someone asked me to solve urban planning after, <laughs> after seeing the show in Edinburgh which right, I okay. totally love because in part the show is a love letter to my city which is London yeah and not to the suburbs okay yeah yeah and you know I really believe in urban living you know mixed living and you know yeah. a really diverse homogenous okay. mash of people living together yeah, yeah but he somehow in this one hour story about extreme loneliness this urban planner thought that I had the gift of knowing how to design a modern city which is very flattering but but that's all that's not it's about opinion isn't it not about actual planning it's about yeah. how you yeah how you react to it not the actual bricks and mortar yeah well I think it is it's a bit of both do you think okay. monocultures are not very healthy I don't think I really they're sort of you know deprived monocultures or where I live which is a sort of privileged yeah, monoculture yeah. I don't think it's how we're designed to live you know, how about so the, how about this then for a crossover because I live in an isolated house in like in yeah. essentially in a wood in a wood yeah miles away a from anything wood. <sighs> it's on a good day debatable <laughs> <laughs> sometimes the, sometimes day. the fairy lights flash on enough for no, apparently no reason Ooh, um but no no I did, I've, I've absolutely withdrawn in that way so I, wow. I I've come right out of it and isolation is definitely the way forward for me is that because you have to talk a lot for your job no, I think I just don't really like a lot of people. Mm. Like generally speaking, I think yeah. I've become more curmudgeonly as I've got older really? and more. Yeah, yeah, I really do. I think I've got more, 
And what I what I worked out, or what I believe I worked out. Sorry, Nat's still here, by the way. She's just she's on the phone, but she because she's behind me now. Yeah, all right. I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. I felt like we were ignoring you. I didn't no, no, to. just keeping an eye on the. Just, just look left and look at what, look what's looking at you. Oh, that oh, I feel sick. Yeah, Jacob's just staring at her through a window like fucking Nosferatu. <laughs> Um, I think what I worked out was is that I, in my life I was getting quite angry at how I didn't like people uh-huh. um, and that it was coming out uh, uh, full short of aggressively but there was a certain ag- level surly, of aggression sur- yes, moderate, certainly surly and yes. certainly impatient yeah. as well all the time and I, and I worked out that it was, it was damaging me that I was getting angry at people being around me where I could get away from that and not be angry about it anymore by just simply withdrawing away from it. Mm. And I, th- I felt that was quite a and healthy decision. Yeah, I believe so. I think so. And that's yeah. about having choice, I suppose, because you're in choosing to um, take yourself out of that. You're, yeah. You're dealing with your issues with be- rather than feeling like it's been done to you that you are in a living in a situation that you're not happy yeah. with. I think it always except because I was before. <laughs> I spent like a year and a half. In a vile little flat in Luton, and mm. I think that was that's going to turn most people. Yeah, yeah. Is that for some extreme reality TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For a, for a podcast, no, there's literally no footage of it available at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it was just, it was a, it was a, 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 a it was a, a relationship finished, and I had to get out fast, and then it was all that sort of business, mm. and it just ended up stuck somewhere because I had to go somewhere fast. Um, and that I think was the culmination of it. It was like, yeah. right, this is the last time this happens now. So from now Where's onwards... Where's your wood? I keep it quiet. I don't really tell people. But I said it the other week, didn't I? What I'll say to you, I'm not going to say whereabouts it is. Yeah. What I will say is, this is what I always say, it's, it's, a, ve- it's, it's a very... No, it's just a, a nice vague clue. Mm. If I wanted to buy some Shakespeare tat, or wanted to watch some Shakespeare, I wouldn't have to travel very far. Oh, OK. So that's, 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 that's the vague area where it is. Mm. Yeah. Norwich. Um, <laughs> it's not knowledge. Um, okay, so what's what is your oh fuck? Yeah, we've got to go. Shit. You've got to get your out of time now. Right, stay. stay. What, can, what can we do? Nothing. You've got a wrap. We've got to go. Could We're somebody done. not tell me? We told you. I told you when we started this. So we've got we've got to wrap it. Sorry, the show's over, guys. <laughs> January fifty-seven. Well, oh. can we, the rappers are coming can, in. Can you come back another day? Yeah, yeah. Can we? Yeah, January. To. Right. Send, can you come back this evening quick. if you like? Oh, no, yeah, if you want us to stay, you can. I'm recording again in two hours. You're more than welcome to just stay. Um, how not to live in suburbia it's the Soho Theatre 13th to the 18th of February awesome tour to be announced but it yeah. will be announced yeah. right yeah. please come to Soho yeah do come to the Soho Theatre That's it. it's nice going there anyway isn't it I'm, gonna put, I'm, 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 I'm putting music on but I'm going to talk over it okay. um, so that's uh, we've got we Annie, Annie's rap. in that you could what <laughs> we could rap uh, yeah. No, I'm joking. Do you need more rappers on your show? <laughs> <laughs> no, we've got loads of. Could you have spillover guests? They can rap. Yeah. I'm so sorry. That was slowly. somebody should have said in my ear though. Oh. We're still on air. We're still on air. Uh-huh. Um, thank you for coming in, Annie and Nikki. I do appreciate it. And thank you. And Annie bought me a book, Raymondo by Annie Siddons, and it signs me. We're going to talk about Lemony Snicket, and we run yeah. out. I feel like we've ended on a low note. But it's go, been brilliant. Please go and Thanks see the show. How not to live in suburbia. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. Can you see that I'm genuinely depressed now? We see you next week. <laughs> that, well, I, we've got to go. We've got to get out. Mice is coming. Is Mice here? Yes, he's here. Sarah. Sarah loves here. She's not here. No, Sarah. No, There's no point having that show. Just <laughs> Turn your radios off now. No point, mate. It's just Mice. See you next week.
If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes.